Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 55. In this episode, my friends and I discuss immigration, the American dream, some of the complications with our current system, as well as how we might think more clearly to try to resolve some of those complications. I apologize in advance. Some of the sound quality goes down in about the middle hour, and that's because the rain had driven us inside, and so uh, things do pick back up after a little while, but I believe we're still intelligible. So if any of this content sounds interesting to you, go ahead and give it a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Take it away. Take it away. Wait, I'm Take it away, me. <laughs> All right. Good after. Good evening. Hello. How is everyone doing? You're nailing this. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just gotta hit record, or we'll be here another half. Why don't hour. we just do our own news station? It'd be hilarious. <laughs> because no one would listen. That's pretty much a lot of the media. Pirate radio. Think, you know what? That's true. I think they would listen to me and Miguel. I think me and Miguel would be a good duo. Really? Like Inko duo. I don't. I don't know if I disagree with you, but I don't know. I think three out of the five of us would disagree. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, I could see it being a beautiful disaster. I think people would watch before. That, that sounds like a contemporary Christian song. Beautiful disaster. <laughs> Your love for me is a beautiful... Di- Wait. There's no. a beautiful <laughs> collision by Crowder, but I... I am reckless love. Oh, I am your beautiful so. disaster. Yeah, that's what <clears> you could <throat> say, and then sloppy white... Like, isn't that already a Pearl Jam song or something? Yeah, know. but nobody like, understands what they're saying. Sounds like a. <laughs> <Avril. laughs> sounds like a Avril Lavigne song. Avril. <laughs> or a Pilmo song. You sound like a Canadian song. saying. <laughs> <laughs> Is she Canadian? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's Canadian. You know how I know? Because you just told me. Oh. Interesting. So today's podcast on who's Canadian? Are they or aren't they? You know, <laughs> I would sure. not be surprised if you were Canadian. Uh, no, he's definitely not Canadian. Yeah. Why? Uh. The glasses. <laughs> I thought I was hoping there'd be such a more profound statement than I was going to say his shirt. <clears throat> well, his shirt does say no. Louisville. I, I, Whoa. he's not, he's not Canadian <clears throat> because he has too much of a spine. I feel like, ooh, ooh. you know, shots I would say I'm not Canadian because I was born in America. That's actually a, that's is, more is factual. That that's more factual. Yeah. Can you be Canadian yeah. at heart? Yes. I have, uh, yeah, I, I know. Ethnically yeah. Canadian? Yeah. That's all of them. <laughs> no. It's like in the, in the American census, I'm going to check the box for Canadian <laughs> for my ethnicity. So if someone was born, let's say, in Africa, but they grew up their entire lives Where in else, Africa? Would they still be African, would you guys say? So, like, they're born, okay, yeah, where in Africa? Ghana. Because I don't, oh, wait, okay. Fine. That's Ghana. Ghana. If someone was born in Ghana, and then they their entire gone. lives grew up in <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Would they be an American? Would you say? Would they yeah, they would be an African American. Like, no, they would be a Texan African, African Texan. I feel like the way we refer to own thing, what's their Texas. citizenship? Because I feel like it's usually what. I really want to know what you mean by African. We talking because like, there's, there's a sense where I would say, this what color is, is the he? podcast? Told, like Toto Africa. Toto? Like Toto? Yeah. The band? Yeah. The whole band. You know, none of them are from Africa. It's just a song about Africa. Yeah. No. Oh, you know, um, it's like uh, the weasels. They're not really weasels. <laughs> weasels. They're like... It's about a weaser. Weasel, yeah. It's like... <laughs> That's definitely the, the like weasel. biggest laugh. Like they, they, they the weasers? 
The band is just called Weezer. Weezer. Yeah. They only got like two good albums. <laughs> you know they're not really Weasels. I don't know why that was the funniest thing I've heard in like years. The Weasels. Anyway, uh, yeah, a man who is born in Ghana and he moves, his family moves to Texas when he's, you know, let's say two months old and he lives his whole life in Texas. I think call that person an African American, you know? But wow, so Sam they, really is from Arizona. Or an African... Wait, is it Omigre? Did they... Emigre? They don't call it Asian... What? Did they call it E-M-E-G-R-E-E with a tilde over it. Sure. How do you pronounce that? Emigre? It's two E's? Yeah, at the end. I guess, so yeah, three totally. Just be, yeah. I haven't it's, seen um, this word come across in Wordle, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm. It's, uh, oh, did I do so the Wordle? Asian American? It's who Asian American? Which is someone's born in Asia, but in America. Which they but what, did they did okay. they immigrate yeah. to America, yeah. or are they just like living there? Because like if it's I, it's if all I, very arbitrary. Yeah, because like if because for me, I, I have a dual citizenship. Yeah, yeah. yeah America but, and Egypt. Yeah. You have three citizenships. I, actually, Timothy, I do have three citizens. Are you talking about and the Kingdom of God? Four citizens. Oh man! <laughs> Wait, where's this other one? South Korean, Bolivian, Bolivian. and American. Yep. You're yeah. a Bolivian citizen. Yep, I got Whoa, it. Oh, dope. Yeah. Dude, you're a when the civil war hits. Are we you know when the races that? are killing each other, you should go to. I'm gonna keep two. two of them. It's taking them just so keep my Korean. And... Still, so yeah, like, that's if cool. I move, am I allowed to do that? What? To be an American, if I was an American citizen who moved, could I get citizenship somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. I'm a dual citizen. Yeah, I think it depends on the country yeah. too. I think well, America won't honor any other citizenship. Like if you if you wanted to immigrate to America from another country, you have to <clears> renounce <throat> and burn all four former citizenships as part of our immigration process so that's why i'm asking no that's not know. so that's 100 true my, i have a friend my, that was from canada that said that the reason that she was dragging her feet is because she didn't want to renounce her canadian citizenship which is a requirement from america think, does not where did she hear that i think it depends on the country where you're from from I think the that does application matter. process okay but here's the thing if so you can, okay the, the other country will acknowledge the dual citizenship but america will say you are american citizen well, they will not acknowledge america has no reason will. to so you're eric is a dual citizen america and france when America deals with Eric, they have no reason to treat him as a French citizen, yeah. right? They're and just they always going to treat it. him as a as well, an American citizen. Okay, I mean, France will recognize it, but yeah. they won't. Well, because I was going to say my dad is a, is mm-hmm. a dual citizen, and when he came, I don't. I mean, I could ask him because he actually I don't know had works. to apply for. According to USA.gov, yeah. U.S. law does not require well, actually, a person to David choose Biden, one citizenship Biden. or another. If you're a citizenship of if you're a citizen of another country, contact the country's embassy or consulate for information about its laws. Yeah, because that's that's something I teach about in American government is like the immigration process, and we actually read the oath that you have to take, mm-hmm. and it's Doesn't not it like say renouncing all former oaths and allegiances. Uh, it's it's something about like uh pledging to um. I could be wrong on this. I feel like I've like learned this from multiple different sources. It's something about pledging to uh oh I cannot think of the verbiage. I have the concept in my mind, basically that you know nothing nefarious against the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I I'm, I'm honestly saying I could be wrong, but I feel like multiple different sources and like different museums and archives and all that. Like, so, but I could be wrong. I don't know what you're gonna. Oh my gosh, my dad. This quick. podcast is gonna be about immigration. <clears throat> it is, but my dad was actually born in Africa. Oh. What? So Where? He in Algeria? Uh, Senegal. Oh wait, is that know. French? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah I was dad say it's French West Africa. Uh, yeah, he speaks French. Yeah, and he knows speak? some I, uh, know I speak some French, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I know yeah. Wolof? Wolof, yeah. Nice, cool. Oh, what? Wolof. It's what they speak in Senegal. I only oh, know that because of Whoa. Ryan and Liam McDaniel were missionaries. Well, there. My dad's side is very nomadic because they're actually from 
uh, Lebanon and Israel. I thought you wow. had Spanish. Roots. That's like you've covered four continents, <laughs> and I have family still <laughs> in all of them. Don't you have Spanish roots though? Also on my mom's side. What, what That's are impressive. you? I have a lot. Well, like, what are so you? I'm what are you? Like, like, I, know, of, I know you're Pope Francis. Like, of national. Yeah. Like, because that's what I'm saying. You can break this up so many ways. Yeah, what are, I know you. I know you're Pope Francis. I know you're Pope... I knew you were Pope... Um, so I have citizenship Italian. in France and the United States. My okay. mom's side, genetically or, or ethnically, ethnically, I would ethnically. say, um, she has some Native American. Okay. Okay. She has Spanish. I'm pretty sure Portuguese, because one of her last names is, is Portuguese. Uh, Basque Samantha Portuguese <laughs> That was like Sam Do you remember his joke? I'm not going to say yeah. it But that was so good um, What was the joke shared? No. You were there <laughs> uh, anyway. we'll, we'll say that Anyways Portuguese <laughs> Spanish Basque And French mm. And then On Basque. my Yeah And my dad's side uh, From the Lebanese And Israel It's not greatly known because his grandparents died my grandfather has a really crazy story like his dad mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go into length about it but like it's just a lot but from there you have all Next those invasions episode. and that um that had an impact mm-hmm. on the mm. genetics so it's like wow. canaanite which i guess you can say phoenicians are canaanite yeah. and mm-hmm. um probably some anatolian and there was ancient greek and all kinds of other people. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a lot. But I can break it down <clears throat> in some very basic, very ancient, where it's like the most of what I have is Anatolian farmer. Mm-hmm. It's probably yeah, why not, I look. That's the, that's the ethnicity is farmer. <laughs> well, that's what they did. They brought farming. Mm-hmm. They're called farmers. So they brought farming to Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure you know this. Oh, right? yeah, I man. I, I just didn't want to doubt stuff. your... I seriously could do a whole podcast where each of us goes on like and talks about our, our sure racial makeup our ethnic how, how, like our cultural like, like be like well, let's go to ancient uh agriculture and horticulture that as well the scythe <laughs> my, my, what a wonderful who, tool. What, did the hittites really invent it <clears throat> hittites are great uh my to answer your question my mom met my dad while she was vacationing in france whoa Dang. which is really crazy so then my dad moved to the united states in 84 why? Because uh, that's where my my mom's family had moved already from Colombia, okay. and five six five continents. Yeah, and they moved. To... <laughs> I can laugh about it now. But this really sucks. Are for you my gonna dad. say Australia? No, no. They moved to Miami in the eighties, and then Antarctica. And it was as wild as you think it was. Yep. Oh, in the eighties. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. That's Cooking, the height central. of uh, oh, my okay. my dad was investigated yeah. by the FBI. Oh. Not because of him, but because of his business oh, partner. But for... money laundering. Mm. And they bugged his house. Like, our house was bugged. They had cameras in our car. Dang. Everything that you think in the movie, it's, like, true. Yeah. They showed him pictures, like, we know that you're not a part of this. We so just you, need to know. So you were born mm. in the United States, not in Yeah, I was, I was born in Miami. It's kind of the well, United States. States. It's kind of... <laughs> in your other siblings as well? Yeah, well, yeah. We're all... yeah. So technically, I'm first generation born and my immediate family. Just hmm. so you know. Uh, David, David's asking questions on behalf of the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're and, just feeding uh, right into him. Your your dad's but, still under investigation. And, and you said your mother's maiden name was Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> really? Funny. Dude, I did not know your dad was. Fa- I've known him for like a long time, man. I did not know. Yeah. So my the reason the connection that we have to France on my dad's side is because say that. my my grandfather was living in a French territory. I mean, even Lebanon was a French territory. So he just moved from one side of the empire oh. to the other. 
And then uh, France fell. And did they ever go to French Indochina? No, no, they never went. But but you know, World War Two, France fell, and and the Gaul is calling up people to to fight for France, and he wanted to have that be part of his life because everything he left behind, like there was nothing left. So he hmm. just wanted to be hmm. part of uh, France and the Empire, and wow. that's how we ended up there, which is so pretty crazy. Your mom went to, on vacation to yeah. France. And dated met? his friend and then and his my dad was dating her like there was like a double dating going on mm. and so on they were vacation? dating each other's friends yeah well it was like not just a two-week vacation back i don't know if it was back then but like this is just how my mom did it like the her parents would oh, pay and people taken with Alice in the <laughs> what is she saying? before the movie taken had come out oh yeah it was a different world yeah. so anyway there was no crime crazy, there was no crime really prior to that your parents are immigrants Oh yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. I, I could have sworn my dad was. I thought you, I knew your mom. Your parents was. are immigrants. I thought you were white. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually what I love. Yeah. Is that this is like, like a thing my students would say? <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, my but it's oh. like uh, I don't have to have any white guilt here. <laughs> <laughs> Just in Lebanon and Senegal. Well, in, in Colombia. Yeah. <clears throat> Whoopsies. So no, why the best was when uh, Miguel? Where's what, what is that? Um, Cuban. Oh, but you're not black. <laughs> no way. You know, I swear, no God, I swear way. to you. And I'm not just like sorry. a one-time thing. It was like the default reaction. I was just like, oh, wow. boy, mm-hmm. the understanding of... Uh, Do you remember when someone thought your son was, was belonged just, to me? Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was, it was Jonah specifically. <laughs> yeah. uh. It was really funny. So why, does your, <laughs> why can your sister speak English and Spanish but not French? Why can't she speak French? Okay. I mean, I guess it's turning she into was born a podcast in Miami. about all... Yeah, I, feel like like, I, <laughs> no, I do want to talk about... This is being turned over. Like, yeah. Tell, you're on record here. Don't ask these questions. I, I'll answer them. But right, like, sorry, sorry. No more. This will be the last one. Right, I'm just fine. like... Because your sister speaks really good Real Spanish. Real quick. My, my sister, um, sister... Like, my grandmother... Because yeah. she was the girl, like, they <laughs> gave her more attention and stuff. And... <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But I like, said Eric, David has a thing for your sister, and you're just like, okay. She has a lot to fun Eric, to do Eric knows. with. She she's a lot I have of to fun keep to do with. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I can she can speak Spanish better than I can, and I can speak French better than she can. That's just how it's it just where it's, it's just where they each hope to find love. She was mm-hmm. destined to meet you and connect through Spanish no, with you. And uh, Eric is I'm hoping so to find nice. a, a Does French she have a lady? husband? No. Well, follow, then it's not follow, too late. I follow her on Instagram. I see a lot of bunch of stories like, dang. Follow her closely on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're worse than Sam. Well, wow. I just follow her on Instagram. That's it. It's too bad all your sisters are too young. Mm. Yeah. I could threaten you, but I can't now. <laughs> can't. Not well, like three oh. of them are married. Oh, you were directing yeah. that. And the, <laughs> that was directed specifically at David. I thought that was a broad statement. <clears> all of them. I was like, no, I don't have a sister. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, this is what I threatened Sam with. I said, look, whatever you're planning on trying to do with my sister, I'll do with your sister. Because... You know, she was Eric, his sister's I didn't on, mean it. Man. Sam's a Christian guy. It's not dirty. I'm just saying. Is that what you were getting at? I, it is just a very forward statement it's a very, to make. I've been very forward to that. So. Anyways, let's move on to our actual So let's subject. put it in reverse. That's right. Oh, this was fun, though. Like, yeah, well, I, I like actually, so immigration. So do I, and I hope that you guys will one day share. How do we feel about immigration what? in the United States? How do we feel about the fact that you have to renounce all foreign allegiances Wow, okay, so that's what we're uh, talking about. I do not like that. 
Exactly. Well, you're in luck because it's not true. <laughs> it's not fairly really certain. I just went to USA. I think there might be something unofficially. It, Miguel saw it on the internet, uh, Daniel. Dan, I think it is depends on the USA.gov. I think it does. That's depend true. On the country. If you're immigrating from the USSR, your oath probably looks a little bit different than if you're immigrating from Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm sure the United States wants to know where does the USSR still exist? Because there are certain countries that accept dual citizenship and certain that don't. Right? That is correct. That, that recognize. And I'm, I was fairly certain from like, like one of the places I learned this was the Museum of American History in Philadelphia mm. that said, this is the citizenship process and we don't accept dual citizenship. Can you really consider them experts you know, on the immigration process? Racist, Anyone though. in Philadelphia really? In Philadelphia? Well, in Pittsburgh. But that's yeah. close enough. Libertyville. <laughs> it's like, the entire other but side like, of this yeah anyway i'm i'm willing to say that i'm just like it's not just like oh this one place i heard it but like throughout my whole life in multiple 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 sources that said that we don't accept those all right so your homework then is to bring us that okay. whatever tune in next time yeah, i feel like time. i won't because i don't i'm not that passionate about it i'm just like i'm fairly certain not that you can't have it it's just that in order for you to come into America, well, don't from don't we country. pledge the allegiance to the flag? Ooh. Do you? Yeah, do you? Uh, I mean, I did when I was a kid. Yeah. Isn't it weird that it's forced? But does that still carry <clears throat> over? Is it really? It's like you have to pledge allegiance from an early age. Oh, okay. Like you mean like it's it's indoctrinated? Okay. I think okay. is okay. the yeah. more accurate term. Well, it's enforced. I, I mean, cop shows every, up like get on the ground. <laughs> Every states are different, but there was statutes in Washington of like the pledge was required to do in public schools. Oh, yeah, so you I couldn't skip the pledge. You Texas, had to do, you had to do a pledge every morning. Texas won. Texas won up that you pledged allegiance to the United States flag, and then you did the Texas pledge. Well, there's a pledge Whoa. to the Texas flag. Yeah, do you know it? Is. Do you know oh, it off the gosh. top of your head? Uh, it's very similar to the U.S. pledge of allegiance. Do you have to say it with an accent? No. All right, y'all. We're going no. to get um, pledge allegiance to the Texas flag <laughs> and to the republic again. What's that? Do you think they'll be their own country again? Oh, uh, I, I mean, failed miserably. With well, are you saying in like another seven hundred years, maybe? Ooh. But like, not within the next. I feel like in seven hundred years, will like all the whole map will be completely different. Oh man, what? Yeah, it'll be. be so uh, I don't know if burnt. this is it, but it's like it's really short. It's <laughs> the countries um, will still be there, but the map itself has just been mishandled. It's burnt. <laughs> it says, "I'm with the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas, one state under God, one." To the. Te- <laughs> that's one, not what it says, David. To the Texas. One state oh, wow. under God, one and indivisible. This is on Reddit. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like no. looking something up no, on your phone. Oh, uh, double e, to the comma. You oh, to use the, the comma. Yeah, I said the. No, you're going back to the we the weasers. That's what we the weasels. The weasels. <laughs> the weasels. So it's honor the Texas, Texas flag. flag. I pledge allegiance to the, the Texas. Texas. That's what I said. What? The. You said the. This is a classic Seinfeld. I moment. said the. Did you say <laughs> pledge the? allegiance to the. the Texas or the. to the I Texas? One state under God, one and indivisible. Yeah. One what indivisible? One and indivisible. Wow. It really feels like, yeah. That's like when you get an assignment handed and you're like, did you plagiarize this? I want to believe you. <laughs> but did you get this from somewhere else? Yeah. Because this sounds real familiar. Did you copy Vermont's do homework? You, do you know the um, the French song anthem? Yeah, I do. Is there lyrics to it? Cool. Oh, yeah. Because oh, oh, there's some that don't have lyrics. Yeah. That, Spain that's doesn't have lyrics. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. And I think the USSR? Um, there's a. No, they have lyrics. No, they don't. I was, I, was, I was about to say 
Brazil does it, but I know Brazil does. There's another one that was, I don't know. No. Yeah, there's a couple that Bolivia. No, I, th- I think. It's just. It was during the World Cup. I, I, was, I was like, I noticed no, no one was singing, it's just music. I'm glad you didn't do that it. Some was, people uh, did and posted maybe how Japan disrespectful that you're not too. singing your own oh, anthem. Oh, Japan doesn't have Japan, any. that's it. Japan but doesn't. I love Japan's anthem. Yeah. It, it feels like so an anime, Japanese. Is it anime? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, this goes back to like Imperial Japan. Whoa. Like respectable Japan. You mean like <laughs> 60 years? <laughs> well, because anime Japan is just fun and weird. <laughs> But like, but not respectable. Not respectable. Fun and weird are two words to describe yeah. it. Not respectable is not one, right? But like when you hear their anthem, it's just like, holy. Uh-oh. Would you be willing to sing yeah. it for us? The French Acapella. national anthem. No, the, the, no, the J- Japanese anthem. It doesn't have Acapella words. It doesn't right have now. words. Yeah, hum it really loud. I couldn't even. It's like, like how's it go? This is, is it like? Okay. I'd have to think about it because now I'm doing the French. Because I'm just curious. Well, we can but, skip by that. I'm just curious. What, you should uh, just... After the podcast, like, what, oh, what, 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 cool. I want to hear what it sounds like. You know like. what I do for fun sometimes? I just go through anthems. Yeah, anthems are And I'm like, cool. oh, this is... So would you say that you're into country music? <laughs> oh, that's good. Yes. My man. Yeah, okay, yes. that was good. That was really that was good. good. That was really good. That's back-to-back you, days with really good anthem? jokes. I have... Favorite anthems. Yeah. The the anthems are my favorite. Like, it feels like the country, and it's like, mm-hmm. it either scares the crap out of you, or you want to join in, or something. Good. I, that's yeah. what an anthem should do. And I actually like the American anthem. Me too. Or, I shouldn't say American anthem. The United States of America. Their anthem. Bombs bursting in air really resonates. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. So, you were saying, like, in, in 700 years, the map is going to look all different. I was looking at a map of the world in 1900, and the whole Western Hemisphere, I believe only one border has changed. Hmm. Oh. No. From way. the year 1900. I thought a bunch of borders changed. From 1900. Is, in the Western what are Austria-Hungary? No, in West, the we- Western, Western, Western Hemisphere. Oh, gosh. Us. I thought you meant Western world. I'm sorry. Western <laughs> Hemisphere. Oh, yeah. Here, nothing changes. Well, one. And it's okay, just okay, like... Hold on, hold on. Uh, dude, come on. You're not going to get it. Wait, why? If What's anyone it? here is going to oh. get it, it would be you, but you're not going to get it. Is it Dang. Ohio? No, 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 man. The Toledo War? Well, okay. like. Is it Belize? No. Panama. No. I was going to get It's uh, Paraguay. Paraguay had uh... the, the War of the Gran Chaco. And like they had to. That's thunder. That was yeah. We're not in Kiev, thank goodness. That sounded like it could be right. Come on. I haven't heard thunder in a long time. Yeah, it's uh, it's about to be thunder season. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, the the map has remained really consistent. What's that war? Though? Was that just a civil it's, war? It's like a war over some desert territory wait, wait, between uh, them and Bolivia and Alaska and Hawaii weren't annexed until like the mid nineteen hundreds. They weren't, but their lines are the same. Like, oh, it, it yeah. just used to belong to Russia, and now oh, okay. it belongs to... Yeah. Okay. I was like, like that's a change of... Okay, but it's yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Sorry, I should have been more specific. But that's still. Cool. I was like, I was, I was, you had me done. I was like, was Alaska annexed in the 1800s? Like... Yeah. <laughs> um, but I would say that comes down to the Monroe Doctrine. Yeah. Manifest that destiny, son. Mm. What do we think about uh, immigration? immigration? <laughs> Westward expansion? Are we in favor of immigration, or yeah. should, are borders reasonable? What does that mean? Oh, oh, man. See, this is hard to talk about as a Christian, so let's not. No, no just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, as a Christian, none of this really, like, I guess makes sense. Because you're talking about borders, whatever, and it's like, everything belongs to God. Ooh. You know what I mean? over here. Well, I mean, but, like, as a, as a person who likes, finds the political 
I guess, schema. Mm-hmm. The world, you know, like, Shema. Shema. Uh, Shema. It's interesting. I don't like Shema. to get too, uh, um, what do you call it, extreme with it. Uh, I think borders are reasonable. Mm. That was a very roundabout way of saying yes. Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, because I just want to make sure that what would be we the understand. Alternative. Okay. Communism. How, the the no, that wouldn't I'm be just communism. kidding. Communists uh, still have borders. I'm kidding. How, I feel like that's some a, might argue de stronger borders. How uh, <laughs> how permeable? Maybe even iron borders. Uh, how permeable should borders be? Like how? Uh, what should be the qualifications for immigrating? I think you have to be documented. What do you mean? I think that the country ought to know who's coming in, how many of people are coming in. Okay. And also emigrating from. Okay. I think there's a practical reason for that. And so under what do. condition? Uh, so you can tell if they have like a long criminal record or. Well, yeah, I mean the criminal record, but like for population demographics um i I would say where they're coming from kind of matters if if they're coming from countries with certain ideologies Mm. are they coming as refugees yeah how do we feel about refugee camps depressing yeah yeah that's really yeah this like to expect a million let's go back to syrian refugees like jeremy was like yeah let's have a million syrian refugees come across it's like i get the big heart that you have that's pretty impractical like that puts pressure on societies to have a million people who are not actually integrated into your society that that you know you have to find housing for and then Mm. i don't know you're supplying them with money or income, you know, or mm. are they going to try to find it? Do they even want to stay and be integrated? It's that's complicated. What, uh, what do you think about DACA? DACA? Am I saying that like DACA? Yeah. DACA. I know I heard of DACA, but I don't know. Uh, you're going to have it's, to. So uh, you guys can interrupt me whenever you want if I'm saying this wrong. So it's about like, so let's say, um, let's say parents come and heal illegally and they bring the child. The child oh. has no, no white and then. You're telling that child he needs to go back to the country, even though he like yeah, he didn't have a choice mm. of you know of being to the United States. Well, people have used that. States would like dream something. But... Dreamers and uh, uh, children. Uh, Advancement. Associations. Association. So do you do you think know. that? Well, I was gonna say like that's been used to do the opposite. It's like, well, my child is anchor yeah. babies. Yeah. Oh. What you said, anchor babies. Isn't that what you're talking about? I didn't Wait, say would that. you separate De- the parents? Deferred from that action for yeah. childhood arrivals. <clears throat> but, mm. Basically, like, what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I'm all for like. I don't I don't think that's so, child, so I don't think that's fair. fair. So so because, DACA like, isn't for kids that are born in the states. Why? Right, that's what Do- I'm saying. DACA's for kids that were brought to the states, but had no no life outside, outside of yes. the states. Because yeah. that's like let's say I was a DACA child and I was like, oh, I have to go back to South Korea. Well, I don't know the language. I don't know anything. At that point, that's your those those that's your guardian or parent's fault, though. Yeah, but like it shouldn't be like I should, they should not force me to go back. They should not force my parents. The like, sins I, of the father. You I, think so? Yeah. Oh no. Because this, yeah, you're not. But then now you're saying that the state <laughs> is responsible for you, which I don't like. You have well, parents. Like, well, they responsible for you. Well, like, who, how like, did they get you here? I'm or who got like, you here? Like, but like providing, like they've my parents provided me. They they provided everything. They were taught. Like they haven't. They stayed. 
clean record. Like they haven't done any or caused any trouble. They're just walking. Well, they have caused trouble because they broke the law, like by how they came here. Uh oh. So for me, like if it's not a law, then I wouldn't have a problem because why would I? But if it is a law, you you know it's illegal to do. You took the risk, and then it's like, oh, but why are you making us pay the consequences? You took the risk. I'm gonna get you a MAGA hat. <laughs> He'd wear it. It's uh, no, he would. No, he wouldn't. I just was looking for clarification on this. Like, so, what age are we talking about? So, like, if it's like, are they like kids that are four or five that they're saying you stay in America and your parents go back? Like, so, you're not splitting families up, right? So, so the issue putting children in cages, the, and and I don't know the 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 nitty gritty of it, but I know a lot of the issue with what are called the dreamers mm-hmm. is. You know, you were brought over when you were an infant or like a toddler, and now you're 15 years old or you're 14 years old. You only know of a life in America. You are integrated into America. You are, by all means, <clears throat> measures, culturally American. Mm. But you are technically, um, uh, citizen. citi- citizenship wise, you are one illegal and two from an, another country and so when this is found out like it, you know the argument is hey it's one thing to say you were 20 when you snuck over you're 35 mm. right now but we're going to send you back to your country mm. and you you know the language you you were an adult or you were close to an adult yeah. versus now it's like well like now you're a south cali kid like mm-hmm. you know so what what ought the state to do like, okay, I'm going to send your parents over and I'm going to put you in the foster care system? No, or... no I, I think, <clears throat> so I, I, my opinion is like, if you've been here, like, let's say your entire life, and yeah, then you you get the citizenship. I don't, I don't, okay, I don't but think who do you stay with? I don't think the parents should go either. No, it's, I, I, I disagree cool with the parents. It. So what so happens you, to the you, parents? Like the parents, I, I okay. say all three of them. Just, it's, okay, so, just get citizenship? No, okay, this we don't even give that to our territories. What well, I think, and I think what I, this should happen is uh, this is going to be such a bad analogy, but if this is true, this is just what I called um, Travis, is that if someone breaks a crime and they are not, again, I couldn't see that this could have been a TV show, but they are not caught. Anything, like, in within, You're like, talking about statute state. of limitations? Yeah, within yeah. I say with that, like, if you have stayed in the United States for X amount, then you can be, then there's nothing. So, especially, let, I'm saying, especially if you this kid, if there are kids involved, if your child, you should not take the child and, with And that is, that's actually something that is now, um, like, exacerbates the problem of human trafficking, is that I know that if, if I come over alone and I'm caught after six years, seven years, then I'll be sent back. But if I can get a kid, even if it's not my kid, and bring them over, then if I'm caught, you know, there might be deferred action. Um, Let me ask a question that I think gets to the uh, legality, but is maybe a little bit less emotionally sensitive. Let's say that um, I'm four years old, and my dad embezzles millions of dollars out of a company, and uh, we are living at this super high standard of living. And then, you know, 10 years later, I'm 14 and he gets caught. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do the police do with that money? And now me, as a now 14-year-old, 
my standard of living. I'm used to a certain like lifestyle. And is it right for the government to take that money away and now affect my like, hey, I'm used to, you know, mm. I've been going to these, you know, high uh, achieving uh, private schools. And like now I'm going to have to be put into this public school system that's not going to be able to challenge me in the way that I was being challenged. So does the government have an obligation to turn a blind eye to the law that was broken so that I can maintain a standard of living that I was only living in because of an illegal action that was taken 10 years earlier by my dad? Well, okay, so there's two... That was a long question, but I right. think I could die. No, I, I, I understood it. Okay, so I, I, I want to answer that, but there's also, like, I want to ask you, it's like, is that, like, realistic, though? Like, do you think that has happened? Like, is that, is that something that's realistic? Because I, I, I want to kind of focus on like has happened ever realistic? i mean probably but i but is that more realistic though but the the point of the question is to ask something that is a parallel situation and it removes maybe the um the emotional uh tie of the question <clears throat> i i think that borders should be more permeable than they're than they are mm -hmm. i think that the immigration process as it is now there's too many hurdles there's too many obstacles there's too like the line takes forever and look, I, I want to vet as much as is possible, but to me, it's like, this sounds, well, okay, I'll, I'll say it. It's like, I, I think if we dialed down the rigor with which we vetted people before granting them citizenship, we would have more people entering legally and working American jobs and paying taxes and, and you know, funding their the infra infrastructure. I, I think you would just increase the lower income social class yeah but i think that kind of part of the point is there are plenty of um so let's say specifically you know the mexican border there are plenty of people <clears throat> in northern mexico who think man a life in a low-income neighborhood in you know southwestern california or southeastern california is going to be so much better for my children than a life here where things are just controlled by the cartel mm. you know mm -hmm. and so it's like look if they if they're able to get in I, I'm like, dude, this is an awesome place to be. Like, yeah. get in on the party. Like, I met, I met a guy uh, I met a guy at the gym the other day. Um, he said he was from Venezuela. And I said something, and I realized, oh, that might have sounded wrong. Because, you know, he was introducing himself, and he, he said he was here from Venezuela. And I said, yeah, there's a lot of people here from Venezuela. But I meant it like, dope. Like, you know, get out of that yeah. hellhole and, like, come, come to a, This is an awesome place to be. So afterwards, you know, I was like, huh, I, I hope he didn't take that as, like, Oh yeah, there's a lot of your kind moving here or whatever. So like pretty much immediately after I said, it's a great place to be, man. Like welcome. Like if you need anything, mm -hmm. you know, and we just and then, you know, we beat the crap out of each yeah. other. <laughs> that's um, all I work with. I but work with it was consensual. Mm. Um <laughs> But like yeah, that's the that's kind of the thing is like, you know, I there are people who think, man, my life here is such misery. And I look at America and I see this land of opportunity and yeah, I might, I might have to live and die in the lower class, but the, the life that that's going to mean for my children and their children after them, like, you know, I, I'm going to struggle. I might die never being fluent in the language, but my kids, they're going to be able to, you know, engage with commerce more than me. And they're going to be able to maybe even get secondary education out of high school and they'll be able to get like a desk job somewhere, and then maybe their kids after them, they 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 will be able to, you know, go however much further. It's rain. Sorry, <laughs> it's not the Russians. Um, so when I look at the immigration system, I'm like, look, 
if people want to be here and like they're they almost have this uh i would say at times unrealistic idolization of the type of life that's awaiting them in the united states but they're enthusiastic and they want to work and so i'm like dude just you know i'm not saying no borders i'm not saying oh yeah just come across and tell us your name and we'll we'll you know by the honor system we'll uh go by i do think that there need to be yeah so in what way would it be easier um i i'm saying that there would be people who instead of being put on an you know 18 month waiting list that turns effectively into a six month waiting uh, a six year waiting list it's like if we're able to fast track a lot of these people toward getting papers so that they could sign up and work jobs and and pay taxes i I, yeah they are going to wind up probably statistically a lot of those you know the majority of the people who come over they're going to remain in low-income neighborhoods which will be safer and more uh prosperous for them than you know if they're from ghana or if they're from haiti or whatever it's like look they they look at a low-income neighborhood in the united states like it's you know top five percent in the country that they come from and they're right a lot of times and they're enthusiastic about what they perceive to be the american dream and about working and so i'd say like you know let them uh let them work you know yeah, i'm with that i but I, I still i still believe in you know I, I going back to the deportation and the the daca thing I, i'm still with eric on that one yeah. hey um, my, my go thing ahead, like, okay so i i would say 15 years i think 15 years is like for a child to like he's, he's not only his entire life United States when he's 15 years old. I think that's reasonable. Is is he's it reasonable? Friends, he's got something. If you know, is it reasonable that within those 15 years they at least initiate the citizenship process? Uh, or yeah, do you think okay, that's yeah. too much to ask from? Uh, <clears throat> that's from. I'll, I'll from say from the parents. Yeah, I'll because say like, like that's <laughs> well, like, yeah. Wait, what's the question? Well, sorry, wait, so Nate, thing is, you're saying so for, the, for a years, kid to be 15. Yeah. So if you, I'm saying if you're living in the states, 15 years since yeah, entry, you guys. Right. So yeah, 15 since entry. If you, I think it should be like this. If you have a record of no criminal activity, so if you have no record, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and just you staying, that you're just staying, you're just providing for your family, and you're a hard worker, then at like, 15. Yeah, I'm just saying since the entry of the child, I'm saying the parents. Okay, the got parents, it. Yeah. And I say let them stay. Like, because like, I, th- I think it's terrible if you're going to say, like, oh, we'll rip the child away from the parents. That's... Yeah, I don't think you should no. separate the children And I don't think parents. you should be sending the child and the parents back to the country. No, just let them stay. They, they're, like, yes. Okay, it's, then it's the, question, the question would be why, and, you know, I... Because what... what, 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 what hang, on, hang on, let me at least ask the question. The question is, why during those 15 years was no foot put forward to, to try to initiate some sort of process where we can get papers, where we can work and, like, you know, pay taxes and, and um, you know, have yeah. to do all that. But it's like, is there not a fear that I'm going to get caught being an, un, an undocumented worker? Right. It's like... But that's more of a risk. I'm but, saying it's more of a risk. And, and, and here's the thing. Like, I think I'm generally outspoken. I think I've been fairly quiet so far. Because I don't think there is a good answer yeah. and a good resolution. Yeah, there's no like, ideal. I, I, I actually love what you said about borders being more permeable. Um, but like when we're but when you're like talking about like DACA, for example, I, I don't, 
disagree nor do I agree with you and like your example of like well what about like you know growing up in a home that you have all these luxuries and now you don't have those luxuries I'm like I think that's very removed from the reality of what the situation would be for some of these kids where like hey you you went from have like having filet to having like food stamps well it's like no you, you went from having food to having no food like quite literally if you did that to like a Venezuelan kid you know, or you went from having, like, civil liberties to having nothing for, like, a Cuban kid. Mm. Or, you know, like, or, or you went from having bodily autonomy to not even having that as, like, a, a young Mexican girl, you the, know? The main, so, the main solution that I would propose is not even to send them back, but I'm a proponent of refugee camps. Right. And, and, and so, so, like... So I, I say that, like, I'm quiet because I just don't think there's a good solution. And But to answer your question of, like, well, why not be working towards it? Fear and, and lack of education, are, mm. I think, are, are going to be the two things of, like, I don't know any Canadian law. Uh, I mean, no, I shouldn't say any. Like, I assume I can't kill someone in Canada. Um, that's just an assumption. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, like, I, I don't know you know, how to become a citizen in Canada. I don't know how to become a citizen in another country. Mm. So, like, if I escape somewhere and, and there's a fear of being sent back to mm -hmm. to a terrible place, mm. it's like a keep your head down and shut up and hope no one even looks in your general direction, mm. you know? And so, and to go forward and be like, hey, uh, I'm asking for a friend. Citizenship. <laughs> how do I, how, how would somebody mm. get how, those how papers? Get that? You know, that's way more of a red flag than just being like, hey, yeah, I can, I can do day labor or work. Turn... You know? Arizona into a refugee state. Arizona <laughs> Arizona is the place where you can live and wait and process your paperwork and everything and then you can go into the rest of the United States. You know Arizona is way too beautiful to use as a as Wow. A it's not going to make it to, ugly. Are you saying to yes, waste it will. on Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, how would it make it okay. ugly? Because I, I'm being realistic on how these things go and I do think there's a lot of dangers in just having I think that the immigration in this country actually I think there's a lot of problems but I think there needs to be more uniformity and mm. I don't mind it being rigid because you're bringing you, uniformity of, within the nation yeah like okay. consistent standards yeah. applied to every yes. situation yeah. um, there's refugees from all over the world mm. uh, I don't like when you can just cross a border and and do what a lot of people are doing and I wouldn't even it's because you don't say, like because it's illegal or because well it's, well it's one it's it's illegal but but the fact that you're using the proximity of where you live to where that border mm, okay, is. Okay, Because okay. there's plenty of people like in Haiti or even in Africa or mm. in Thailand, what? Myanmar, that would love to be here. And this is why I think it needs to be stricter because I think the amount of immigrants that we would be getting here is only going to increase throughout time because our country, it's, it's very, we have a very enviable mm -hmm. style of living. When you start bringing all these people into there one how do we integrate all those people do we even have yeah, what's culturally. in you know like culturally but just like values e economically yeah. like how do we get um this to work and it would take a while to, mm. to get that because of the demand i don't i've seen how refugee camps work in europe um mm. even in the in the middle east and it's it is ugly uh, because it's not actually like a neighborhood. It's not yeah, an actual right. city. It's a refugee and, camp. 
I, I think the big thing is values. Um, as, as far as, like, you're going to have people who... So this is le- this is less of a thing with like Hispanic countries or Western countries because it's like you know most of the people who would come to the United States from let's say specifically Mexico would probably would you know statistically profess Catholicism and so there's a lot of a values overlap but when you start talking about like Syrian refugees it's like the the values that they espouse um, are going to conflict largely with you know the the types of communities that they find themselves trying to integrate into. Yeah. I think that's the main complicating factor. You're going to have conflicts of of cultures and values, and then does the identity of your nation get lost in all that? And I think that there's historical precedence for that. And it's, uh, this is, it's, you just can't be this Zion to the world. You just can't. And it's better to just try to secure a better life for the people that you can then pretend like you can do it for everybody. And just one last thing, I think there are countries that we could, in, in helping this situation, that we can help by investing in their infrastructure and building Absolutely. them up. Because I know a lot of uh, illegal immigrants, I've actually worked a job with some illegal immigrants, and they told me that they actually want to go back to that mm, country yeah. with the money that they got yeah. and get the, a good life. And it's like, these people would not be leaving a lot of those countries if there was a decent life there mm. Venezuela or Syria that's a different situation so nation building campaigns yeah I mean it benefits well, everybody what was the, the US did, uh, took part in a, a really big one post World War II what was the, what was it called a nation building campaign well they did it with Japan and Germany I'll try to think of it I'll think of it South Korea. Um, South Korea but but you know I think um you, know, you talked about like the integration and the the national identity being lost, but I think that's one of the things to uh, potentially the detriment of America that that we espouse is like oh we're the melting pot like we take all people, which I think is I think that's great that's beautiful, but I think unfortunately we espouse that but we don't we no longer believe that mm-hmm. like, that we're very much like no 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 this is America. Mm-hmm. Don't try to change it. Don't try to come in and and, mm-hmm. and melt into it and mesh it and, and no, with your this with it, your some dirty Irish ways, right? right? Yeah, but, I mean, uh, gangs yeah. in New York. But, yeah. but no, like I mean, but that's I, I I think historically America's like oh we're we're a melting pot like we're like we're so much better by all these cultures but like we're so reluctant to that change. But the message and I think I think America's a, a incredible propaganda machine. Where yeah. it's like, oh, we're the land of the free, home of the brave, melting pot, mm-hmm. you know, anybody can be whatever. Um, which, in some regards, is true, but you're, it's not exactly what we preach, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, that, but that, oh, sorry. Well, the other thing I was going to say was like, but even within that, and what you've seen is you have enclaves um, of these, of cultures spread throughout, you know? Miami is you know little Havana and and in fact within Miami you have little Havana mm-hmm. and you know like within other major cities you have you know little Hong Kong and you have little Vietnam and so you have these districts or you have some cities I think it's like Deerfield Michigan which is the largest enclave of Muslim Americans yes yeah, and it's, it's essentially Minnesota why are you looking at me I would have I would have I felt very confident about Michigan, but maybe Minnesota. 
right. um, must renounce all citizenship. Um, <laughs> but but you know like like it's essentially you know ninety plus percent mm-hmm. uh, Muslim Americans. Yeah, and, and that's naturally gonna air out that it's like hey. Uh, I want to adhere uh, to, to, you know, my my city, my culture, my country. That's naturally going to part up, and then there's going to be people who are like, no, I want to integrate, and and they're just going to integrate in. You know, so you're going to have natural enclaves that form. Yeah, but I think that's the that's the issue. So. As I was saying, <laughs> uh, I think when you talk about enclaves and okay, Dearborn, Michigan, yeah, Dearborn, definitely. Michigan. Okay, so you got the city wrong, and I got the state wrong. Anyway, you got everything wrong. I was I gonna say, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Let's try. Um, the the, I think that when you talk about enclaves and these places like Little Havana, Chinatown, and all this stuff, that they have issues. Because they're not, sometimes, um, you know, in New York, for instance, when Chinatown was encroaching on Little Italy, there was tension there between the Italians and the Chinese. And when you hold on to an identity from the country that you came from, you're going to inevitably come into conflict a conflict with someone else from a different nation, ethnicity, or what have you. And then what if you have people that come from nations that have been at war with one another or don't like each other. Like you talked about that there's the largest enclaves of Muslims in Michigan, correctly. But there's a lot of tension there because those some of them are advocating for Sharia law to be in place there. So the fact of the matter is I do agree with you that the whole idea of being a melting pot is kind of propaganda because in some sense we are, in some sense we're not. If your nation does not have a singular identity, it will not survive. It can't. Well, that's, and that's my problem. Well, that's the whole analogy, though. Like, a melting pot is not a bunch of little sections that stay separate. Yeah. It's a singular pot that blends all of those together. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't reject anything from anyone else's, but you incorporate all of them. Which, but that's not... Right, but, but if we're also espousing freedom, you can't just be like, no, there are too many of you people living in this area so you gotta disband shoot shoot no more little Havana no more the United, the United States is a is an experiment and I think the, the problem is that people are like oh we should be like the United States it's like hold on the experiment is not over we don't even know what we are yet yeah, yeah. and even recently there's been rise in racial tensions mm. and it's like this is far from perfect I mean people were killing each other because of the differences mm. I I agree, but at the same time, it's like, look, we're we're far from perfect, but we are so much better of a place uh, to to come to than the the life that a lot of people are leaving when they opt to come here. And so, to me, it's like I I almost I get the idea of in the immigration process just emphasizing like, look, you know, there. Aspects of your culture that you're going to want to keep like, you know, the cuisine and the the, you know, language and the traditions and the the holidays and the um, You know all those sorts of things, but to really emphasize the fact that like, you know the especially I can't I can't stress this enough like it's values the values um, that we want you to espouse here are going to be values of you know 
individualism. So mm-hmm. like if if you're if you're talking to um you know I could say a muslim but I could say people from you know a more collective based society like you know, even chinese society it's like look there there's there's going to be more of an emphasis on the individual here not as much hopefully of an emphasis on like you know familial guilt um and those sorts of things just kind of educating people but you're right it's like look you can you can make people take a six week class on that but that's not going to undo mm-hmm. you know uh if if you moved here from maoist china that's not going to undo your view of you know uh deplorables and you know the the supreme revolutionaries um here, another example and then i know david you have a question behind the bushes um, good. <laughs> but like here's another example um I don't know the names. I don't remember where they are, but it was it was big news. Um, this was years ago, but a father had killed his two daughters because they had somehow broken a mm. Muslim code. Yeah, and like brought dishonor. Yeah, and in in, in, in his mind, what was mm-hmm. the right thing to do was to kill them mm-hmm. the way that he did. But that goes really against our values as, as Americans, and so. We need to have some sort of agreed upon values. Well, and, some of that is just the laws. You right. know, it's like, look, if you if you kill your daughters here, we're going to come for you, and you won't be able to appeal to any you know citation in the Quran or anything to um, to try to vindicate that. Like, we don't we won't buy into it. Yeah, I was just saying there there's still uh, they. I mean. I think Travis covered that when he said, like, when they are applying for citizenship, you know, these are the laws, these Mm. are the, I mean, obviously not all of them, but, you know, Mm -hmm. here are the staples, and here's how things might be different from Mm. what you're used to. And it's like, you're still then being subjected to American laws. Which is based off of a culture. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, And And, and I'd say when people come here, they're acknowledging that I'm going to have to submit myself to this. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, if, if I go to... Um, was it the Emirates, right? The United Arab Emirates. I'm not going to be able to dress like this. I'm not going to be able to dress showing my shoulders because it's seen as culturally insensitive. And like, I'll get, I will actually, I think I could get fined for that. And then, you know, the way that women are supposed to dress in certain countries as well. It's like, you know, I acknowledge when I go there, whether I go there seeking citizenship or whether I go there on vacation, that I'm going to have to subject myself to certain Mm -hmm. cultural (laughs) norms and practices that are, foreign to me and that I might even disagree with and be uncomfortable with. But if I'm going to say that to live in America is preferable than to live in where I live now, then I'm going to have to bite the bullet and, and accept that. Yes, but that that might just be surface level. And I think for a lot of people it is because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they will respect the culture they want to. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I mean, you have cases where the ACLU will say, oh, well, you this is their culture and it should be respected and it's it's not within um, the actual values of American mm. society. Let's say it has to do with something religion. This is their religion. They should be able to sacrifice a goat in mm. the middle of the street as a blessing for the mm. city. And it's like that. there's still tension there. And I think that the more people you bring in, the higher that tension goes up. I think the reason it hasn't is because to some degree... Uh, two things. To some degree, our immigration is controlled, and the other one you already highlighted, which is 
there are a lot of people that are emigrating here that are from countries that have similar values, mm -hmm. Western values, so that's not going to be an issue. But you open up that gate to the world. Do you, do you think that that tension is permanent? Yes. Mm. So, so you... Surprise me with that answer because I, I mean, well, no, like, okay, I, just for clarification's sake, do you mean permanent as in there will always be more people coming from outside and they will always be bringing, you know, un is that what you meant? unfamiliar perspectives, or do you mean that even once they get in, they will never fully immigrate, or would you say yes to both? Well, I was, I, immigrate, I meant um, assimilate, assimilate, integrate, assimilate. Okay, yeah. I, I would say yes to both. Um, okay. Look, I mean, the world, they're coming from the world, and if you look at the world, there are conflicts that people don't want to have. I mean, Ukraine and Russia, there's an ideolo ideological conflict, at the very least, you know? See, so, I was, I was looking at, like, you know, when you're talking about, um, you know, different cultures are coming in and there's tension, I was like, I, I, I truly believe that tension exists through ignorance. And through, like, like it's different. And I think there are certain things that are protected. Like, you mentioned, you know, sacrificing a goat in the middle of the street. It's like, well, you know, I, I think there's uh, probably some public decency laws that uh, would, would protect, the, you know, or, or prevent that from happening, or animal, right. or animal rights laws that would prevent that from happening. So, in those things, like, we're, you're keeping... Uh, uh, a norm but then if it's like oh I'm uncomfortable seeing people walk around in hijabs well it's like well that's because we haven't been exposed to it we're being intolerant of it but give it a, a, a generation or two or, or maybe not even a generation and it's like oh I, I understand uh, there, there's a cultural difference there but it, it doesn't impact me, it doesn't harm me, it doesn't hurt me. Well, I, I think specifically on that one, it's like, look, there's a sense in which you'd say, okay, maybe I just feel weird looking at someone in a hijab because it's new, it's foreign, it's something that I've not been exposed to. Or let's say, on the other hand, I'm a you know feminist, and I see a woman in a hijab, and I think you know she's being subjected to a... Uh, you know, tyrannical, patriarchal culture that's not allowing her to be comfortable and express her body in a way that she might want to. So it's not always going to be a, well, I just, I think it's weird because I've never seen it before. Sometimes right. it's going to be a conflict of ideals. But I think that is still resolved, a, 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 you know, a couple generations down the line. Oh, and, and, man. Or, 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 or <laughs> like I'm, radical feminism and, and Islam? <laughs> I mean... I think, it, let me rephrase, I think it could be resolved down the line because I've heard and, you know, I, I understand that, you know, this is a select case, but I've heard that's, you know, from um, some Islamic women that are like, no, like, I'm empowered and I feel free to wear this. And, and you know, like, that's the case. And then there are plenty of others, admittedly, that are like, no, like, yeah, I'm, I'm forced to wear this. But I think when there's a separation because this is something that happens on the, at the other side of the world and there's no opportunity for communication because you've never met or seen someone who's wearing a hijab you can't say like hey tell me about it teach me about it what are your feelings about it that you're not bridging that gap and 
And and sometimes it's culture and sometimes it's feelings, but then sometimes someone is right and someone is wrong. Yeah, I, no, yeah. absolutely. But but I don't know if I would say a garment choice and specifically choice is uh, right or wrong, um, so long as it is the free choice of the individual. Can I give you an example? Uh, yes. In Please. France, it's illegal to wear a hijab. Sure. Okay. Um, and really? Yeah. In all of, France, all of France, it's illegal to wear hijab. Yeah. You're, wow. Because and and they're very tolerant of a lot of different things. Yeah. And you know they're. I was gonna punchy. say France is so like... hairy armpits and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they just seem so open. That is really surprising to me. Because um, they think it goes against French tradition and French values, and especially keeping things secular in the public square. Mm, wow. So they're like, that is a religious mm-hmm. thing. We are not going to allow it. They don't allow it. Can you wear a yarmulke? No. Okay, wow. Yeah. What about mm-hmm. like a crucifix like, like a, or a chain with a cross on it? They might be hypocritical on that because okay. I've mm-hmm. heard the same people say that also say, but our roots are Christian. So yeah, how which I mean, French they're roots. acknowledging. Yeah. Sure, okay. So, it's, uh, so that's what I'm saying is like, I, I don't think that in a couple generations, there might be some issues that are like that. But like, like we've had to... <laughs> People have died. Just to leave to... Israel and Palestine alone for a couple of generations, and they'll, <laughs> yeah. they'll sort it out. They'll figure it out. It's... It would be so funny if it actually did work. <laughs> Exposure therapy. Um, people have died trying um, to resolve it, and the conflicts aren't over. Um, a lot of times, they're just if there were conflicts before, maybe the people just died out, you know. But like there was even cultural conflicts dealing with the natives here. Right, you know, look how that panned out. So it's like, don't tempt the, the fate, fate. I guess. Uh, <laughs> but just don't make the situation worse. Is what I'm saying. I, I, I love that there are people from all around the world here. Mm. You just start mm-hmm. multiplying that more and more. The numbers will grow. Mom mentality will take place, and mm. I, I don't doubt at all there will be changes to be made. Like, let's say a whole state becomes majority Muslim. Okay. And so, you know, the governor, the legislation of the state, they're like, hey, we're all Muslim, and we're all kind of in agreement with what we define Islam as. Let's um, instate Sharia law. We have, we're a state, we have the rights to determine our policy here. Mm-hmm. And so what about the people who are not Muslim in that country? And then what do you do in a federal In that state, state? you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And what do you do in a federal sense? And it's just like, that's, Right now, it's not a problem because it's just... Would it, correct me if I'm wrong, would that not fall under separation of church and state, though? Um, yeah, I was going to say there, there are certain things in the U.S., like the federal constitution, that would forbid um, any states from enacting policies that... Uh, what, what's the word? Not prefer, but like enforce religious, like explicitly religious um, ideals. So, like, the Ten Commandments? What about them? Being in a courthouse. Why is that allowed? Are they? Yes, they are. Uh, Yeah, there are in plenty of places, and even in the Supreme Court. Because that's what the... I I think this is the French version. I think this is the French version of the crucifix. Where it's like, I, I get... I mean, hypocrisy in one sense, but it's like, in another sense, look, you know the foundation of this country was done by people who would call themselves Christians, not by people who would call themselves, you know, Hindu or Confucian or Muslim or or Taoist or whatever. Um, And so because of that, there is going to be special place given to, you know, this religion. 
because we believe it's right, you know, well, in one sense. But then in the other sense, it's like, well, yeah, but separation of church and state, and also we functionally believe, we functionally uh, act like the Bible is moot for uh, those sorts of things. Well, I was going to say that that's a, a lot of those, like, I get that, right? But I think that's where a lot of people might, and I would say there would be more left-leaning, would consider that as white nationalism, white privilege. I, and, I get, but it's like Christianity is not a white idea. Well, to them it is, because again, the Christians that you're talking about... Did I show you that uh, chart that's like white culture? No. Like, uh, it, it, was, it got posted in the Smithsonian. It's like... Uh, Certain, I mentioned. Well, I, I sent it to you. Did you really? And it's like uh, the certain night. <laughs> but I, I know you're I should have had your yeah, yeah, like, That was your mistake. Um, but it's like these are the markers of white, of whiteness and white culture. And it's like being on time. Um, oh, here it is. Did I not yeah, look at this? Like celebrating Christian based holidays. Like getting, you know, the like the post office is closed for Christian based mm-hmm. holidays. Oh, I did see And, uh, you know, just things like that. And I'm like, so being on time is a white thing, I guess. And then like, well, yeah. I guess Jesus is white now. But I get what you mean. Like it definitely is interpreted that way mm-hmm. as though like, you know, Christianity Christian. is a white man's religion. But this, well, well, my whole point about it is just that's the tension right there. Mm-hmm. So if enough people Embrace want the to... Embrace <laughs> Oh, back to Doug Wilson. Um, if there's enough people there that want to change it, there aren't enough people now. Yeah. The more people you invite. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, there has to be some sort of continuity. It's consistency within the country. The immigration That's... process, you must pledge allegiance to the Bible. How about that? Oh my gosh. Has there ever, <laughs> has there ever been a time in American history where a majority got together to change fundamental things about how our system works? Because I don't think it ever has happened. In American history? Yeah. That the majority of people have gotten together and they have been a force to actually change the fundamental systems or the, the fundamental way our system works. Depends on what you mean there. And I'm not trying to be coy. Would we uh, say abortion is that? I was going to say uh, slavery. I'm, about, I'm not talking about like the laws. I'm talking about the ways that we make the laws. Okay, like, like the, the legislative the, process. The, the, yeah, the system behind the laws. Civil War, man. I don't think that changed how our, our system worked. Did for a few years. <laughs> well, by law, the states could secede. And then we said, nope. So I would say, yeah, that, that definitely uh, changed things. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then you didn't let the states have sovereignty over the policies, you know, in but this case. But also, to be fair, uh, Daniel said the majority of the people, not necessarily just the people who were in power at the time. Those were the majority because of people. Because you, you'd say the majority of people... In all, however many states there were, you know, between the North and South, the majority of the people believed that states should not have the right to secede. Well, I was talking about like with slavery. Majority of the people were in favor of or against slavery? Against. Okay. Uh, just because in the North. Okay. And, yeah. And even in the South, you had some yeah. abolitionists. Well, and slaves. Um, <laughs> yeah. oh it's like you got to count that as yeah, part absolutely. of the population, man. Absolutely. You know? Um, it's like, was it South Carolina was majority slave? Like there were more slaves than freedmen mm-hmm. in South Carolina? Mm-hmm. I know there was at least a state like that. Yeah. yeah. 
it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna have more slaves to a plantation than the owner. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would. That was just my first. Make, I mean, I feel like that's, it makes sense because I'm just trying to think about like a lot of times we'll say like, oh, this person will come into office and they'll change everything. And like, I don't think our system is as Fluid. pliable as yeah. I think we think it is. I think one of the main reasons for that being is that we still have the a speed of a system based on the three month travel to Europe, <laughs> and we now can go get there in a couple hours. So it's mm-hmm. so it's to me like the fact that our system is still has still lagged behind that way shows to me that it's not as simple as like oh we can snap our fingers and change everything. Mm-hmm. The last time I can think of that happening where it was like very very quick and easy not quick and easy but like a very singular person that did, made a major change was when uh, Jefferson declared that we no longer have the second vote person as the vice oh, president yeah. and just said, no, the vice president will be whoever I decide. I remember that from Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, still, I still think that was a good idea of having the vice president Agreed. that you have to work with be the person that you... Um, because what oh, important right. position does the vice president hold? He's the head of the Senate or something. Exactly. That's wild. Um, yeah, that he wild. was your rival. Yeah, and you have to... But you Why have would you get rid of that? And you have to work together. What? To compromise. Huh? Oh, and I would work with my rival. That's the whole point. No, Is that you have to communicate yeah. and compromise. And you have to compromise. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a built-in oh, man. check and balance. That would you. save this country. It really would. I, this country just, can, can you imagine? Dude, can you imagine right now? Biden and Trump. Biden and Trump. It's the odd couple, <laughs> dude. Well, it's actually, also two hundred and fifty years of the odd couple, dude. If that would work, you know what it would be? It would be a reality TV show. It would be. Great. That would be great. Oh, so, and they and they have to like share a bedroom. <laughs> it's like they're in the White House. <laughs> they both have to sleep in the same bedroom. Like bunk beds, they're fighting over his top and his bottom. The, the Oval Office becomes the uh, semicircle office. Yeah. <laughs> like they just draw a line down the middle. Now I can't stop picturing that. I'm just. I'm like, never coming out of my room. You, you left your shoes on the floor. Believe me, trust me. I've seen it. It's happened. I've seen it. I know it. You know it. Everybody knows. I it. pick up my shoes all the time. Listen, you, you, you've listen. never seen someone pick up shoes like Who me. Who's really with Donald Trump as head of Senate or Biden? As what? I don't know. As they're, president, they're, they're the no, two old the guys in the Muppets. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Statler and Waldorf. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so one one thing that came to mind when when you were mentioning uh, when I said uh, you know give it a couple generations and you're like oh like Israel and Palestine, I, I think uh, you have national identity there that strongly influences that. Um, influences the the tension and yeah. the and the strife there but like if if you had one cultural identity or or you know where hey you are integrated you know two you know two generations down the line where the kids you're having are american and the kids that they're having are american and there's a common or semi-common education with how the states are run, you know. Yeah. Then those kids are all identifying. Yeah, like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, African American. I'm Indian American, or, or mm-hmm. but like, but there's still that commonality, and I think that diffuses a lot of the tension that's there. That's true. There's also, I think, always going to be a sizable portion of the population that decides they're not going to send their kids to the 
public schools. Sure. You know, they're going to homeschool their kids. And I know a lot of Muslims homeschool their kids. I know a lot of Christians homeschool their kids. And so it's like, you know, there will be a portion of the population that learns and integrates and, you know, does all those sorts of things. But I just also know there's going to be a sizable minority of, of people that are just not having it. I know. I, I do think, though, that you still then have an established commonality. You know, like, sure, like, we're, we're, you're both Americans. And, and I mean, I think, I think we can even see this if you read, like, war memoirs or if you are kind of following some of the stuff that's happening with Ukraine right now where it's like, mm. like, it's not the people that are against each other, it's the nations that mm. are against each other. And if you look at the people, like the people, yeah. are, the people are protesting and advocating for the other. You know, the, yeah. you, you know, the... <laughs> <laughs> that ring. <laughs> it's the Russians. That was a clap of thunder yeah. on, on the on the tin shed, the, the tin roof of the shed yeah. um, that we're still in. <laughs> but but yeah, like I, you know, the, it's. It's the nations that are causing that tension and the strife, and the people are seeing past that. And I think that's one thing that we've done a we as a as a race have done a good job of is just seeing beyond these hard lines and saying mm. like, "Hey, we're we're people." Mm. Like it's not it's not that I'm the white internet, and you're black. The internet definitely helps with that. Yeah, it's like we we get so much more access to just other people's stories firsthand instead of like, mm -hmm. well, what does Russia want? And you're really going to tell me what Putin wants as the right. answer to that question, mm -hmm. you know? But, but I mean, even like the, hey, you're, you're white and I'm black, like, mm -hmm. there, there's a world of difference between, no, there isn't. And, mm -hmm. and we've, we've come a long way. And I, 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 I am not trying to live in a fantasy that, like, two generations and, like, you know, yeah. Throw two people in America, give it a couple generations, and best of friends. Yeah. You know, but but it, I do think it 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 diffuses a lot, and and that knowledge, that exposure, that being around mm. does start to change things to the better. Dude, oh. he forgot. Let's not go. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so there's two things. One is going to be like. I plus, I'll ask you the question, is, so when, let's say, you come across, there's a family, um, kind of going way back to the doctor thing, mm -hmm. um, so you find out this family, they've just been kind of staying alone, just walking, trying to make a living, uh, they have a 12-year-old son, and a 7-year-old daughter. Um, How long have they been here? Let's say, like, five years. Okay. Would you be the one... Could, could, would you be the one to send them off back? If I had the job. <laughs> yeah, Eric would also not be a cop. But, yeah. By you, but, or, or so you, you would have no. Or... So I'm asking you, so you wouldn't have any problems? No, I, 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 I don't have a, the, uh, a problem with the United States doing that. He doesn't have the, a problem because he would say that all they're doing is enforcing a law that already exists. Yeah. And I honestly think, I mean, the parents are being really irresponsible. Yeah. But, I mean, if they're in this desperate situation, I get it. But then it's like, don't, you should be telling your children at any moment we could be going back. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to ask you a question, which I don't, I'm going to ask it, even though I don't like the question, because it's, it's a Jesus foul. 
I've um, never heard of this Jesus vow. Yeah, I call it Jesus vow. Not it's a like, Jesus juke. Um, it's when you like, well, obviously, okay. it's um, I've asked you this question before, but it comes things that you disagree with. And again, Jesus? I don't apply this to my life, but like, would God have, would Jesus have a problem with this? And so like, kind of the mentality I've been having recently is like, if Jesus would have a problem with this, then yeah, I have a problem with it. But if Jesus <laughs> just recently, I've tried like, to adopt, yeah. no, but I'm saying like, if Jesus did, <laughs> no, yeah. but I'm saying Jesus does have a problem with it. It's like, like what we talked about was like the Lord of the Rings thing about the cast and stuff. I was like, well, if Jesus wouldn't have a problem with this, I'm like. Why, why should I have a problem with this? I'm like, do you think Jesus would have a problem of them staying? Um, okay, so are they Christians? I'll say no. Well, okay, so I would say if they're Christians. If they're not Christians, then... Because what I was trying to get at is if they're Christians and they're not... He didn't not, answer it the right way. Not <laughs> no, it's not that, I did, that he didn't answer it the right way, but... It would have just, if he had said yes, I would have got it right. It would have made it a lot easier because you could say they're not submitting to the governing authorities, which yeah. is what Jesus told them to do. Right. Then one question, what do I think Jesus would do? Be like, hey, I'm the son of God. Should, yeah. <laughs> Obey me. And then he'll get into it. But, I love that answer. That's think, a great answer. Hey, he would be like, hey, you should submit to me. <laughs> but so you think Jesus would have a problem with it? With breaking, breaking law? law. Yeah. Um, and in that sense, like, I don't think it's something like you go to hell. But, like, as much as you can, because, again, I, I am mindful that there are situations where it's like, man, if you're in a country where your people are being exterminated, you're in this desperate situation. All you want to yeah. do is survive, which is a natural inclination. I get it. So maybe you shouldn't hang out with most of my friends. Why? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, anyway, but why? <laughs> what do they say Jesus is like? Uh, because I think, what's dude, their insight? I think, like, 22 of them are illegal. <gasps> I mean, he's got numbers down. Yeah. Like, 20, like, he's got a record. According to my files, yeah. 22. I was going to say, like, just like everybody else. You also should say that in a podcast. But, uh. Um, they don't know who my friends are. Gosh. They don't know who I am. They just know that my name is Steve. <laughs> David, we've been calling you David this whole time. <laughs> and your last name is on every one of these podcasts. Yeah, but yeah. it's really. Oh, is it really? You is put it really? last names yeah. on? You guys haven't seen? No. no. I have to listen to this once. Totally I don't need to listen to it twice. I don't care, but like, they're yeah. not gonna, whoever no. this is, they're not like, oh, wait a minute. But look, That's like, why I get so many friend requests. I'm, I'm only talking about it as a person being neutral, being pragmatic and real, right? But as a Christian, yeah. I don't really care about these issues. Yeah. Like, if, if I, because I've worked with illegals. Mm-hmm. I've met a guy who was from Mexico and we happened to both be Christian and we had a wonderful time. I didn't go rushing to ice or whatever to get mm-hmm. him out of here i didn't we didn't even talk about that i was really more mostly talking about our faith but i knew like what he wanted which was to earn enough money to buy himself a property back in mexico mm-hmm. his dream was to get like 200 acres and have a ranch mm-hmm. and i was like dude that's awesome uh but in mexico wasn't even here um but like that that's just if we're going to talk about politics i'm going to i'm going to play game or play well, ball, I should say not play game, but play ball with the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't, as a Christian, care about the illegal legal situation because I more care about the people and their salvation and yeah. their soul. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm very much like Travis. Like, I love the diversity. I love that I could talk to someone, let's say from Korea, and someone from Ukraine, and someone from India, and just be like, man. 
Why not one GC Russia? I mean Russia, sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean I'm not gonna start naming all no, like hundred. Why not Nepal? Nepal? Yeah. Um, what was so, what did we say was the Delaware of the world? Bhutan. Was it Bhutan or Ed- Eritrea? I think oh, it was Eritrea. It's Eritrea. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm really mind blown that I had no idea that. Wait, that what? That hitting and no, like what specific thing did he say that you think is like just really like out of character for him? The DACA thing, dude. Like I, it, that's really surprising. Well, it, the idea is like the main people who are at fault are the parents. Yes, but like there are plenty of circumstances in America and in the world at large where, look, if you take certain actions as a parent, you have to acknowledge that you're putting your children at risk. And so hopefully that would be the deterrent. And it's, I, I think it's realistic, like he said, to, to, um, to say, look, you know, maybe that's worth the risk because you're Armenian and the Turkish, you know, people are, are trying to commit a genocide and you're just trying to get out of there and you're trying to get somewhere else. But it's like you got to acknowledge the fact that it is a risk and you got to be honest with your kids and tell them like, look, you know, we're here. We hope to find safety here. And I, I would say we're here. We hope to find safety here. We hope to, you know, start the process of, of becoming, you know, legal um, immigrants and, and citizens here, um, you know, over the next few months after we can kind of get our, our feet underneath ourselves. Um, I think that you need to be honest with your kids about those things to the extent that, you know, they're old enough to handle things. But it's like if, if you're, if you are 15 and you've been in the States for 10 years and your parents have still not, like, you know, disclosed that to you, I think that's another moral failing on them. And I, I'm not saying that it's ideal. I'm not saying that it's the nice thing to do. But I don't think that a government has an obligation to provide something to you because your parents made a mistake. And that's why I, I would say I'm a huge advocate for just this idea of a refugee state. Let's make no. it Arkansas. There's See, nothing I, in Arkansas. Okay, Arkansas. Well, I'm saying this is like... Except like, for the Ozark National Park. It's beautiful. It's mostly well, I'm, like, right? I'm not surprised... This is a good chunk of it. I wouldn't be surprised if he said that. I, so I wasn't surprised if Travis said that. I'm just more surprised that you said that, Eric, that you believe that. I don't That's know what, I don't know why, but the only common factor that Travis and Sam have is that there's less melan, melanin... Is it melanin, right? Melatonin. Yeah. It's where sleepy. Melanin in their skin. Is it because they're white? Like white, white? Well, I just like, don't know. White, red, white? I, I just don't. <laughs> not that white. I'm, I'm you're not. You're not. Though. I'm, I, I just 100% disagree with like... Dude, they're I, here I, and they're not doing anything. Yes, they came here illegally. But you can't, so don't say they're not doing anything. Fine, fine, fine. They broke one law. There's kids involved, man. But that's, there's children involved in this. If a kid commits a crime, should they be detained? And I know that, you know, that's... Yeah, but a, that's, like, okay, but that's not... Yeah, but the child committed the crime. The child did not commit the crime. The kid had not... Did not do anything wrong. It's the parents that did it. Like, dude, it's... That's why... I, like, but you, you realize that people use that. And, and, and yeah. abuse that. And like, like I said, there is, okay, ve- there is me, very real... Okay, but, but you can see that anything. Give yeah. me the stats of that. Give me the stats that they abuse that. Can you give me that the parents are using that? I mean, I can't give you... No, not, not parents. I'm saying that there are other people yeah, who are purchasing... That, but even, no, I'm saying there are other people who are purchasing two- and three-year-olds so that they can bring them over here yeah. so that there's a there's a 
not a safety net, what's the word? Like a, a deterrent from, uh, you know, being apprehended or treating with the same type of roughness what? and talk, directness. I'm talking about actual families, dude. Yeah, no, but how do you differentiate? If there's no documentation, how do you differentiate between this guy who says that he's the dad yeah. and then this guy who bought the kid 12 hours ago? Again, there's not an ideal situation. <clears throat> I, I think there is. And you're saying that the ideal... Okay, so if the ideal is to just grant citizenship to them, okay. then, then all I have to do, if I want to become a citizen, is buy a kid, come to the States, and then if I get caught, like, okay, we all get citizenship now. Right. And you actually... You, okay, hang on, hang on. Or, you, or worse you wind yet, up, you dump the kid because you that's don't care. True. You, you wind just up want your own citizenship. And what you do is you wind up incentivizing that behavior. You wind up, you wind up giving a people a reason... To engage in that sort of human trafficking. Yeah, but give me. I don't think it's gonna go up. I said, but okay. Oh, also, okay. okay. No, 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 no. Wait, it if no. you don't. If you don't have it, a family, okay. If you, if it's a family, there's gotta be proof that they're a family. They can't like. Like documentation. Yes. They're undocumented. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the. Like word. they have zero documents. Even if they know from country, they have zero documents. Zero. They yeah. would not. Every so, yes. So, then yes. Then, okay. But if you, then yes, I would say yes. Yes. If they, to what? Yes. Then let them stay. I'm okay, saying right. Right. it's like this. Okay, but hold on. Let me no, let me no, give no, you wait. another scenario that to, to parallel and see if you're consistent here, okay? Let's say it's just an orphan that escapes at the age of 15, comes to comes to the United States, and before they're 18, they're found out that they're um, illegal. Should they also get to stay? Yes. But you said it was because of the parents and it wasn't the child's fault. In this in, in this instance, it was the child's um, doing. Doing. Yeah. So, you're, so you're not being yeah, consistent. Don't send, don't send them back to the orphanage. I, I know, but the thing like is that... he wants to... But David, for you, the reason... Like, I'm not surprised the way you, that you're responding because for you, a lot of it comes down to if it's a child or not. And... That's, dude, because it's a freaking uh, child. But I think, yeah, that's what he just said. Yeah, like... Yes, I, I, because, like, I don't think you guys would say, like, it's... I think you're putting children on a pedestal. Yeah. I am, because children are a pedestal. Dude, I'm not even... Like, children... Or like the like I've said this millions of times. Children, when it comes to children, they are higher than any other race on earth. Like they're they're, they're more they're no kind. kind. They're, they're, more, kind. Important, they're more important. More yes, more important than women and men. Like children, okay, but and elderly. Okay, but how far yes. do you go? Because I'm not a child. Like I'm a child, but I'm an adult. He's a man child. I'm a man child. <laughs> I am a man. Yes, children should go. Above. That's the next episode. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I just I can't. David, it's it's okay. So so then, but what I'm saying is that this is actually not what's best for children. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if if this becomes legal. You now incentivize people mm -hmm. to increase human trafficking, mm -hmm. which means that there are going to be a lot of children who suffer because of that. It's it's not. Uh, no, I think the, saying, the phrase okay, is not the phrase. Test. The phrase is not whether, but which. You know, it's not. It's not whether children are going to suffer. It's really just which children are going to suffer. Take a DNA test. If they're saying and, and if DNA and if I, as a parent or someone who claims to be a, a parent, choose to break a law, knowing that there are going to be consequences or that they can't, there can be consequences for that if I'm found, but I'm going to go ahead and drag my kid into that situation anyway. It's like it, I'm not saying that it's fair. I'm not saying that this is you know ideal or that this is the way it should be. But it's like there's no good answer. It's not whether any children are going to suffer. It's which children are, are going to suffer. I don't think why kids just take a DNA test. What if they're adopted? 
Yeah. Or what if? Then, what if then you check down the payment? Then like, dude, this this ways to do this. Okay. Here, here's but the, another, here's another. But then example. the child would go. So you're gonna bring the parent all the way from the the country that they originated from and just let them. If the child gets to stay, then yes. But that's ridiculous. Who pays? Oh, dude. You'll pay for every one of these. You can't. Okay. Here's here's another example that. What if it's a war-torn country, the child was orphaned, and a relative has taken a child who's trying to bring him over? Let's do a DNA a D- test. A, a DNA test would say that they are 70, 50%, whatever. Now, what is to prove that that is actually what happened? Yeah. And so, and so, and here's the thing, David. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying, like, throw kids back, because I... I said it from the beginning, like, there's no good answer, because then, like, you're looking at these DACA kids that grew up at, um, who, who don't know any other country, they've grown up, to send them back to their country would be not ideal, but now they can't even participate in our country, they can't get a job, they can't go to college, they can't get a higher education, so they're stuck in, in a bad situation, but here's another example, David, the, the border between the United States and Mexico, there's, a uh, a desert, like a no man's land. It's dangerous. It's hot. A lot of people die along the way. That's in Mexico. Okay. If you see a, not you, but if an if a if an uh, a border agent sees a woman with young kids trying to cross that desert, should he go and then bring her over because they're kids? Yeah. Okay. Dude. M- morally, I don't. I don't know if I would say you're wrong, but legally now, you have a situation where it's like, you you know you're you're crossing a border into another country and you're helping people come across. You, you it, that you can't do that, and and then what you're incentivizing is like, hey, you mm-hmm. all you have to do to get across that border is put a kid in a really dangerous situation. Yeah, is you have to take a kid and trek him across the desert. Now some people would say, like, yeah, that is worth the risk because the situation there is terrible. But now when you're saying, when you're, when you're essentially saying, like, hey, to get through that, you now have to just, you know, show a kid in this really bad spot and you'll be, and you'll be rescued. Yeah. Now you're incentivizing people to, to do that. And, and, and Travis's argument is like, well, now people are going to kidnap kids. Like, hey, I really want to get across that really dangerous desert where I'm probably going to die. But you know what? There's a kid right there. The mom went to go get supplies to to do this trek. I'm going to grab them and run, and now they're going to take me across because I have a kid with me. And it's it's a messed up situation. We love me the stats of that. Give me the stats. Nobody has the numbers. Because because there's lying involved. You know, like by definition, you don't have the stats because you can't sort out who's telling the truth and who's. We don't actually know how many illegals are crossing the border. Just take the freaking DNA test. But you don't know how many people are crossing the border. That's when you don't have order, when you don't have any kind of security in the border. That's what happens. We only estimate how many people are crossing the border every day. Yeah. We, We don't really know. And people are dying crossing the border. It's yeah. really stupid. Like, we're not. We're not saying that. Like you know, I love kids, and so because I love kids, I want to see you know order. Because I think that kids are in more danger when you dismantle order. You know, and and yeah, there are kids who are in a tough spot now. But it's like, I'd I'd rather them be in like this Kafka esque like red tapey. Now they're going to have to submit this form and they're going to have to wait for this and they're going to have to, you know, all that. I'd rather them be in that uh, 
situation than in the situation that Miguel was describing, which is a reality. Right. You know, like, it, and again, it's not whether, it's not whether any children are going to suffer, but it's which ones, like, and how are they going to suffer. So uh, it, I like, think this is just too emotional for me. I'm, I'm done. Like, this is just too personal for me. Like, I, I disagree. I think it's more, more like the risk. And, and I get... it's bad over there, they're like, yeah, take the risk. I, the I get that if... If the parents want to take the risk, then do it, dude. If but, the parents want no to take the risk with their, their children... Yeah, okay. Because I think it would be one thing if it was, like, just me advocating for this. And I'm trying to be really, like, level-headed about it. But, like, I'm glad I'm not alone on this no. one. Because that would be... And that's why I spoke up, because, like, I genuinely don't think there's a good answer to the immigration problem. There's mm. ju- There just isn't. There's no way no. for there to be. Mm. And, and so you're looking at a system where... You just, you're gonna have to touch it a lot. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to make this little change, make that mm-hmm. little change, and ultimately, I think you, Travis, said like, or no, it was Eric, when you're talking about investing in, in infrastructure, it's like mm-hmm. that's, I mean, it's gonna take that altruism from the United States to say like, hey, we we're gonna dedicate X amount of money mm-hmm. to global resource, mm-hmm. and it builds, and I I think it it builds other nations up i mm. think it 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 turns it nations into places where people want to stay right mm-hmm. instead of places that they're clamoring to get out of yeah and it builds a you know not necessarily allegiance but it builds goodwill mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and and it furthers that like hey america's a good place mm-hmm. and it's Maybe we don't need to flee to it. Maybe Dude, we just need to wait on it. Imagine if we just started with Mexico. And we're like, we're going to turn Mexico into like one of the dopest, like just great places. Okay, that'd be a huge project because it, I think it's, it's a big I, country. I think it's like eight of the ten, like top ten murder cities in the world are in Mexico. It is, there's a lot of murder in Mexico. Yeah. But uh, it would be, be a huge project. But like imagine if all the money that we're spending on you know, the Middle East, if instead we put that in Mexico. Mexico has oil, you know, Mexico is our next door neighbor. We have pretty favorable, favorable, uh, you know, good relationships with relations trade-wise and, and diplomacy-wise with Just Mexico. Just get another Canada to the south, that'd be amazing for right? everybody. Yeah. yeah, like imagine if Canada Mexico was a thrill. <laughs> yeah, imagine if Mexico was like an awesome place to be. I think, isn't it like, what, the seventh largest country in the world by population? It's in the top ten. No, they are. Um, I just don't know the ranking. They're yeah. below Mexico City is the largest Brazil. city in the Western Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take that, Jacksonville. <laughs> well, I so mean, like, uh, so population saying, like, wise. Yeah. By supporting more of their exports, like, make them better? Or? It would have to be... They're saying, like, projects. Yeah. They're saying, like, hey, we're to... going to repair these roads. We're going to build better oh, I would, schools. I feel like that's... Oh, Horrible idea. I, I was I was gonna say I, I'm interested in what the pushback against this is. Wait, that was not the first step for me though. What's the first step for you? Get rid of the drug cartels. Wage no a way. war on drugs. Yes, I, I mean don't, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm, not, I'm not advocating to get rid of the cartels. A war on Mexican to, to not, not get rid of. So I'm just like for the like to pump money into that or to pump like physical people resources into that we we have a cooperation with the mexican military we take them out and now we could talk about building infrastructure because otherwise you're just putting money down the drain 
and putting money is inevitably back into the cartoon. I would just say good luck. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, that man. will not be received well. We have drones. I yeah, I just stealth yeah. bombers. Just I, imagine how many apartment complexes we can take out with like ninety people in them, so we can get that one cartel member. This that is why was, we're bad at war. We're this will turn into a new with Iraq. a hand behind her. Like we're gonna poison yeah. people against us. Hey, but Iraq is doing pretty good now. They are. <laughs> Like you know, now in light of like the two weeks of uh, let's say let's war. say Yemen, let's say That's, Yemen. I feel like that like the saying that though is like some uh, uh, is a student that handed their paper in ten years late and said it's a C, <laughs> it's doing good. <laughs> I passed it. Hey, I mean, when, and they're like, you're 28, and this is high school. It is late, but I always go by the the better late than never. Better late than never. A wizard is never <laughs> late. Uh, uh, so you think it'd be a horrible idea for us to try? I actually I feel want like any any of this like more involvement in like other countries. Patri- uh, what is it? Not pat- paternally saying, "Hey, we're going to help you because we know that that always Patriarchy. goes wrong just by the <laughs> just by the way of like going to." So go, how do you pitch that to Mexico? Of like, hey, we're better than you. Let's make your country what it should be. Since well, you, you don't I, start. I that think way. you say we're better off than you. But wouldn't so, it start like that? I'd be like, hey, how, what what in what way can you do this project? Without, I'm not saying you're going to say these words. I'm saying, how can you do that without giving the message of... I, have perfect... I, I got an idea. Annexation. Yep, I was going to say... We start I, annexing the I, northern I, states. No, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so terrible. I, start with I, I knew California. we were going. That's why I said, yeah. I, was like, I so knew that's where this You go going. to their equivalent of the White House, right? And then, mm-hmm. so you go up, and you're like, hey, Presidente... And you do your broken English or whatever, and you point to the bullet hole that's I hate on the that wall. you know that I would say Presidente. <laughs> You grab some plaster and you put it over the bullet hole and like, that's what we're willing to do for you guys here. But like, time's a lot. <laughs> and I think they'll be like, okay. Well, it's not the first time it's that we actually got involved in a conflict in Mexico. It's not. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah definitely. We invaded. So I was going to say, it'll be the second time we invaded. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, this with time the though. government's consent. But with this the time, we're not the underdog. And, I mean, we got Texas last time. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, um, oh, what's his name? Pancho Villa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah. That was it. So actually, that's maybe the third time. Wow. So third time's a charm. And we have <laughs> to teach, say. we have to translate that in the Mexican verbiage. I will say, me personally, and this is personal opinion, not like, oh, this is how it should be done. Just like, it, I, because I like the idea of personal responsibility. I don't know if the rest of you disagree on that. <laughs> but... I always got some qualms. So to me, it's like if you, the whole idea of like I'm going to come in and police your state and make and and influence your laws and like make your country better and do all the things that a state should be doing in your country, but I'm not yours and I'm going to I'm going to top you up as that. I feel like is disingenuous. It's At like best. what like either either do what you're trying to do, which is take over that country. Now you bear the burden of that country mm. while you're trying to fix it. Not just like, oh, we'll come in and any problems are your problems, but we'll do... The partial we'll, plan. We'll, That's what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 Um, so to me, it's like... I'm going to argue for imperialism here for just a second. <laughs> so to just me, it's like, if, you, if you're actually wanting to do that, then take the burden of the fact that you are going to be imperialistic and take over a country. Mm. Or... Amen, Leave brother. them alone to be their own country. Well, I think we should start with Canada first. 
Why don't we just take everything except for French Canada? Leave French Canada and then Saskatchewan, Alberta, all the oil states, we get all that. Well, before we uh, talk about Fortunately, we have a map in taking here over of Canada. You don't think it's possible to just build up a country without it feeling like... Um, patronizing? Patronizing, whatever. It's like, we're, we're, we're not trying to take over, you keep your values, whatever. We're just putting money into your economy so that people aren't fleeing from it because it's so terrible. The state of living. That, that would be it. And the whole thing with the cartels, because, I mean, they're pretty close to being a narco state, so we don't yeah. want to give them money. And they would appreciate if the cartels are taking Yeah, I, I just, I feel like, it feels selfish to say, it's like, it's not, it's not really our responsibility to jump in. And I feel like there's a little level of arrogance of, like, I know better than you. So I, think I, recognize, like, I recognize you, Dan. This is the two realities that you think are out there. It's isolationism or imperialism, right? I mean, not isolationism <laughs> in the sense that, like, you are, what is it, which was, was it um, Japan that had, like, the uh, complete isolations where they wouldn't let anyone in or out? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Not, like, for trade, not, like, yeah. keeping people in. Not, like, to that degree, but I do think that I, I do advocate as a federalist for isolation. Wow. So, it's beautiful. Um, because I think... <laughs> Because I think the only other thing that we've done has proven to be a track record of, like, <laughs> mistakes upon mistakes upon mistakes. It's like, yeah, if you talk about, like, the Middle East not not doing too terrible right now with Iraq and all that, but it's like, what was the cost? Like, two radicalized terroristic groups that we somewhat spawned? Like, what what what's the big picture of, like... You want to make an omelet? <laughs> Which I feel like is like the legitimate argument that they said. It was like, oh, we just get it's just growing pains of, of doing it. But I just have democracy. <laughs> I so, feel like if I if I'm if, like if you break it down into man, then maybe this is a terrible analogy, but like individual individual. Like if I came over to, to you and I said, mm-hmm. Eric, I'm gonna fix your house and I'm going to pay your bills for the next couple of years and I'm going to uh, uh, make sure I and you know like you say you're married, I'm gonna drive your wife to your doctor's appointments. And I'm just doing this out of the goodness of my own heart. It's not anything, not anything less of, of that. And I'm going around like, hey, actually, this is how you should do your finances. You're going to say that there's no way in your back of your mind you're going to be like, he thinks he's better than me, or he's trying to say that he knows better. Like, you're just going to be like, hey, you're right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say uh, you're better than me. I'm, I'm going to be like, what's Dan after here? That's it. Yeah. Exactly. When did I get a wife? But, okay, but when did not, I get a wife? There's not just like a, oh, what this is doctor? great. There's like a, they want something or there's some kind of vying for control or something like that, which usually tends to be why we've done it in the past is there was some kind of benefit or... I mean, when you say, so say it like that, if I was Mexico, I wouldn't trust that. Right? <laughs> why would you? The U.S. is Nothing, giving like, you free money. I, I was going to say, because like, there's, there's certain there's old history. sayings that I feel like are, are completely wise. And one of them is there's no such thing as a free lunch. That's like true. They come, we come in and put pouring money. Like it would be utter foolish. I would, I would not respect if Mexico said, "Oh yeah, that's just, that's just, that's it." They don't expect anything. They're not trying to do anything. They're not <clears throat> planting spies around here. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to gain a foothold. They're not trying to gain natural resources. It would be utter foolishness to think that a country would just come in and give something for nothing, for mm-hmm. no reason. But I mean, I think I think there's opportunity for discussion, especially like if we're talking about Mexico specifically. Say like, yeah, no, improving your nation and getting rid of the drug problem and all mm-hmm. this directly is going to us. benefit us. Yeah, you know, like and it, it you know, but like but, a joint, like the joint task force of like this problem affects both of us. So that there's a joint coalition of military strength going against 
um, like the narcos. But that but, exists. That's happened. But that was a very clear like this is why this yeah. affects, and it was because it wasn't just because we wanted to help them. It was because it was hurting Americans. But I I think also like this is so depressing. There's. And I mean, not to pick apart analogies because no analogy is perfect, but I mean, I think like, you know, if, if, if you look at America versus a third world country, like no third world country, like, do they think they're better than us? It's like, we have reliable electricity. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like that, that's a dumb question in terms of like, if I want to help you, I'm, I'm offering to help you with infrastructure. Do I think I'm better than you? My I have reliable infrastructure. I'm just offering reliable infrastructure. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not making a statement other than that. And so, like, and, and I think, really, the way to go about that would just be, like, hey, not come and grovel and apply, but, like, hey, this country, you know, would you like our assistance with that? We see that you're struggling with that. Do you want, you know, can mm-hmm. we send, can we, permission? Mm-hmm. You know, and if you say yes, then great, fantastic. Like we will help you. And I mean, like mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, like, um, like China's doing that. Uh, you know, not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but like, you know, I, the last cruise I took, I don't remember when. They're like, yeah, look, that entire development right there is just being built by China. And on the next island that we went to, they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. all of these power lines and all that were supported by China, mm-hmm. and it, it's Chinese money. And, and, and again, obviously nobody, no such thing as a free meal, like everybody's Mm -hmm. doing something, but like these things do directly affect us. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's worth just being candid about like, yeah, it, 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 when the, a rising tide lifts all boats, you know, when the Western hemisphere, hemisphere is prosperous, we enjoy that prosperity. Mm -hmm. You know, when Mexico has, uh, you know, it's government and, and law enforcement and all that kind of together where it's not corrupt, that benefits us in terms of immigration. It benefits us in terms of policy enforcement. It benefits us in terms of partnership, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so when, when we start acting more so, I think, as a global economy um, or, or treating things as a, mm-hmm. as a, as a, you know, global effects, we succeed. Mm-hmm. And that's ideal, I understand, but mm-hmm. I, I definitely think that there's opportunity. And I, I think we've seen that in the Marshall Plan. Finally, we got that right. <laughs> um, so I, I do understand the skepticism, but I don't think it's not worth giving it a shot. Well, I, th- I, think, I think we have not. often and frequently given it a shot. And it's mm. often and frequently either backfired or been a result of complete self-service. I was going to say, like, yeah. Because I, I think, it, I, I agree with you. In like, times where we're like, we want that guy to lead. I, 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 I 100% agree of, like, the whole concept of if if the third, like, the, the, the weakest link right. impacts the whole chain. Yep. Like, mm. the if we can, if, the, if a third party gets, or a third, third party if a third world country gets better, it, it affects the whole world and betters the whole world. Mm. However, um, what we want, what was legitimately needed is them to get better. Right. And to say, is our government going to do that? Because I think it would be better served by the charities, the global charities I don't, I don't the world. think it needs to be our government. I think it needs to be our funds. 
and our resources. Like tax dollars? Uh, yeah, like Tara said, instead of, instead of it going to uh, the military industrial complex poured into Iraq, it can be mm-hmm. poured into, you know, so like I don't know if it necessarily needs to be like, hey, here's our plan to do it. It's, mm-hmm. hey, we have these funds, they're earmarked for the improvement of your infrastructure if you want to take it. And if you want our engineers, our designs, our whatever, mm-hmm. we, we can facilitate that as well. Mm. Neat. <laughs> That's a wrap. No. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, so I think... Because I, I, I think that there's a lot of danger in like, having our government be the one that is the arbitrary the, the spearhead that goes through because i think like i was what I, like i was saying like i think um independent charities global charities mm. like um larry project like having those that are seeking to um because what is it like uh ton like it's, it's a staggering amount of, like just a single man- malaria net that does mm-hmm. an amazing amount of good for the third world and yeah. so there are funds that are like specifically separate from the U.S. government. So for me, it's like as soon as a nation's government gets involved and it's like we are the ones that's going to back up and build this, it smacks of alternative ulterior motives because most of most of what's going on when we're dealing with foreign is either diplomatic or war. You know, like we're yeah. not we're not there to be like, hey, we're just chatting. Because like yeah. the main a the main concern. Tax. The main concern of a government is to take care of its citizens, which is why you have the citizenship. Um, it's not to look around and be like, how can we deal with these people? But so we're taking care of the citizenship. I, I do want to... Securing borders by I, funding infrastructure. For other places. Sure. So that you don't have uh, cartels, uh, you know, feeding drugs into your community. Yeah, I just, I feel like that's uh, not an exact one for one. And I feel like it, it's, it's putting it's so much. It's I, I'm, putting I'm going to defend so, you. It's not. It's putting so much faith in power. Yeah. And power corrupts. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to paint anyone as like, oh, they were out to, to be evil all along. Like, I think, I think most to all of the people that go into government in America start out with like bright eye. Like they want to make the world a better place. That's the, the main motive. But the power corrupts, having it corrupts, and it makes it so it's like you want to wield it. So I feel like that's the skepticism I have of, I don't want to put it in the hands of that to do that. I'd rather have, like, an organization or Which give money to. Which is incorruptible. It doesn't have a military behind it. Yeah, but it can still become a slush fund that the cartel winds up dipping into. I'm not saying like, that's well, I, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm, don't worry, I'm... Yeah. I'm with you i follow kind of what you're saying but it's like you know you're right as far as like the cartel is not going anywhere um i i think that if i think we could put the full force into the full force of our military into trying to suss out and Mm. and stomp stomp out the cartel Mm. and we could just have another taliban on our hands where for 20 years we try and then we fail and then things are right back Mm -hmm. where we start you guys are too pessimistic on the on the cartel front the Roman Empire would never have a cartel. Why is that? Crucifixion. <laughs> they kill them. There's like it's the problem is that we're so soft. We're we're in a sense we're soft, and I'm not it's saying that that's bad because I really am glad that we don't live under the Roman Empire's legal system. But um, 
I'm just saying, if you're going to fight a war, this is a problem. We, we if cannot... you're going to fight a war against people like the people who are in the cartel, yeah, like they're hardcore. Yeah. They're not just killing punches. Man. Don't don't wait for the that uh, what do you call it? White presumption flag. of innocence. Well, presumption of innocence. The uh, warrants. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you were waving a white flag. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was yeah, like, I was yeah. like, surrender. Yeah, but like a, a warrant or all that stuff is just like, hey, you know they're cartels. This is not America. We don't have to follow American laws. <laughs> Fourth Amendment. Thank God we're in Mexico now, boys. <laughs> wait, yeah. is that what you're trying to say? It's still the wild west. <laughs> what about the cartel? That's operating in our borders. <laughs> well, honestly, you could wipe out all gangs. Like, honestly, they're not hiding. You'd have to get rid of the Fourth Amendment, but yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. But, I'm, but I'm not advocating for that. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, we could. And we could, we could, con- we could have conquered Afghanistan. But when that's you send, true. like, yeah. 30,000 troops to the giant, yeah. like, oh, I don't know why you're going to do anyway, <laughs> Yeah. Because, honestly. But that's what I'm saying, like, the, the half stance of like rome would either because rome was not going to other countries to rebuild them they were either taking them over or mm-hmm. caring for their own citizens mm-hmm. yeah like so that's that's what i'm saying is like if you're going to want going to want to do that like i and I, i'm okay with the like joint uh, the idea of like a joint tax force with multiple nations since like global cartels tax. don't since like global since, tax good luck you want to be a citizen of this world uh, paid the tax. Oh my or else God. you're going to the moon. <laughs> we sent you to the moon. But I get, I get that because like cartels are not operating within a single border. Yeah. Um. So I get that, but it's like the idea of like, okay, now we're gonna sponsor and like go in and do these things, and I'm like, yeah, I get. It's like a better option, I'm not the best option, but it's like a corporation is not going to assassinate leaders and put what? Them in place their own. Um. The Banana Republic. <laughs> so that's why. Wait, I, are you I don't saying want... that corporations? Wouldn't do that? Yes, he just said that. Damn, they, they would. <laughs> oh, my sweet summer child. That's not backed by the U.S. government? That's not backed by the U.S. government? Yeah. I mean, I they... thought that whole thing was like us that did that, not like a business acting on its own. Well, I mean, I don't know exactly what you're referring to in this certain example, but they, they uh, like, corporations do, they have warfare against each other. They spy on each other. Cool. So no one should be helping anybody. No, no. So here, <laughs> this is where I was. This is where I would come back, and and maybe now you. Well, I'm not saying you would disagree with me, mm-hmm. but this is why I I don't believe in any kind of theonomy. Government. Oh. <laughs> in any kind of theonomy, because I think that the organization you're thinking of that would stand best against corruption and can do the world good is. The church. Amen. Theonomy, baby. That's not the <laughs> That's not the But um, Christianize the the government. It's never. Worked. Anyway, keep going. No, but that's what I'm keep saying. Going. Like mm-hmm. corporations are not going to help. Um, charities that that I I not that they just aren't Christian, but like they're kind of a secular thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they could be corrupted, like Travis mm-hmm. said. But I think Christians. I hope that. Well, there are in in an individual. Um, instances they have been corrupted by power, right? And you could even get into the Catholic Church and the Orthodox and all that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, I think a local church, I think, you know, if, if it's a local church of actual believers, they're not going to give into corruption. They're fighting it daily anyways. Mm-hmm. And uh, even if their lives have to be put on the line, they would do that. And I think that's really the whole You know what I've world. always liked uh, the idea of is like, okay, okay pastor a church... And we just pick a country and we just like all our missions, all like, you know, let's just say we pick uh, Eritrea. Well, no, I, I was going to say I was going to say Hungary. 
Okay. And so it's like, you know what? As a church, a lot of us are actually going to learn Hungarian and we're going to adopt like we're going to we're going to sponsor sponsor orphanages in Hungary and we're going to, mm. you know, sponsor uh, Bible translation operations that are in Hungary or, you know, I guess it yeah. have to be somewhere with without a Bible because they have the Bible in Hungarian. But it's like, you know, you pick a country and it's like you just go all in on trying to reach these people with the grace and mercy and, and benevolence of of God. Mm-hmm. And it's like I get that there might be a problem in doing that to the exclusion of all other countries. But at the same time, like I, I think it'd be so cool to have your people deeply knowledgeable of like, hey, here's what's going on with the president of Panama right now or whatever country it is that you choose. Yeah. And like you just, you know, if you have a coalition of churches and each church kind of adopts a different country and they focus on missions work in that country, I think that's an interesting idea. I think that's very yeah. pragmatic and good. Mm. Okay. And then go like a church by church basis, not just like an individual by individual. Yeah, just because... I like the idea of, you know, your local community coming together and like, you're, these are the things you're talking about. These are the things that you're uh, reporting about. on, you yeah. know, from the pulpit. It's like, hey, I just want to let you guys know, you know, uh, that um, that series of riots that was going on in the eastern Ukraine is mm-hmm. is now subdued. And like, also, we've <laughs> we've, you know, gotten we've raised 60 percent of our funding for this Ukrainian orphanage and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think it's a great way to practice one mindedness. Mm, and unity and like instead of the individuality Mm. not obviously i'm not against uh just straight up individuality but there's a lot of problems that brings in a church Mm. so and i think you're more effective that way and you can learn how to work as a body yeah you know what i mean yeah and like scheduling trips stuff like that i think it's i think that's great I think it's a good idea. So, yeah, like the anime, baby. Almost as good as the world world tax. The world tax. World tax. So would you exclude all other nations at that point? Yep. That's interesting. Hold on. I feel like that's <laughs> I, less I'm saying effective that, than I'm saying doing. that tongue-in-cheek, but it's like my okay. local congregation. I'm not yeah. saying that all of Christendom no, no, is I'm, just going to focus no, on I'm every saying, Southern Baptist no, church is only funding. That local church is yeah. excluding all other um, missions. I wouldn't say it's less effective. I wouldn't. This is 100% discussion for next week. It is. It this is. is This is next week's topic for all sure. Right. Okay. I don't think I have that much to say. Okay. Wait, but Dan's going to disagree, and then you will. But I know you you were saying you do need to bounce. Yes. Yeah. So I'm out. I love you. We'll, we'll polish this up. Okay. As they say in Cuba. Strength and honor. Oh, no. Don't right. mow the lawn when you're raining. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and you're Tell me you haven't heard Thank a you. Cuban sound like that. I love it. I think uh, only Al Pacino and Scarface. Absolutely. That's That's exactly where I got it from. Neat. See you, buddy. Bye, guys. Wait, Miguel, you kind of remind me a little bit of Stephen Colbert. I just needed to say it. Oh. Mm. I'm not offended by that at all. Yeah, not in a bad way. There's a bad way to be Stephen Colbert, but not not that. Yeah. You're like Elijah Wood and Stephen Colbert had a baby. That's that's where it went south. Uh, Elijah Wood is beautiful. All right, sure. So right. tell me, tell me why this is bad. <laughs> so why is that church excluding all other nations? It's not like oh we're exclude. It's just we're picking one and we're gonna focus specifically on that one, because forever or for like a season. Uh, I mean, Till by, the a, by a season, by a season, I might mean more like a decade. Okay, you know, not like 
oh, this is the only place we're ever going to focus on. But it's like, hey, let's make the 2030s a decade of us trying to to share the gospel to the people of Sri Lanka. I'm not whatever just, I'm it just, is. I'm just pay. trying to make sure, like, you know, not not make sure. I'm trying, I'm just trying to understand like how how you're envisioning that. So like, if someone from the church said, <laughs> "I want to minister to people in," uh. Nicaragua, you'd mm-hmm. say you've got to get funding elsewhere because we're focusing on Hungary. Well, and I think that's part of being like a, a coalition of churches it is mm-hmm. like awesome. Hey, like our Latin American or maybe even maybe not even a country, but just region? like a yeah region, region or like make, a, that a makes, culture. Region makes it's more like, sense. OK, well, we got a church out in St. Like Cloud that is kind of our liaison, our kingdom liaison yeah. to Latin America. Latin whereas big, huh? I like that it's focus. Big. It's not that big. It's like four countries. Okay. I like uh, I like that. Okay, Spain, I was... <laughs> Italy, <laughs> Latvia, <laughs> Latin, uh, like Vatican it. City. <laughs> I like that because the worry is like you've got to get at least the number of churches that there are countries. Otherwise, it's like we've got one focus on Hungary for a decade, one focused on uh, I don't know. Yeah, you just need Brazil. twelve, man. And then it's like, well, then then we had a third church, like, and that's all that we have. Because there's doing twelve this. ethnicities. Uh, so. I mean, region sounds great, but here's here's why I'm going to try to sell it to you, Dan. It's Go like it. if you've got all the faculties of a, a local church working towards that one country, you're going to see more work done in that country. And you might be hitting less, but you're doing more. Yeah, That's how I would sell it to you. Yeah, you're doing more work in a smaller region. And it's like when when you are coordinating and localizing your efforts like that, I think you do pack a larger punch. You know, now we've got a 10 year program, $20 a month. And, you know, if you want to get more, Christian, you'll get a indulgence. Get this QR <laughs> code. That you that's can, a great uh, sales pitch. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. No, but I, 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 in this world, how things are really working, like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being trying to be a little more practical about it. Mm. Well, I like uh, practicality. But I just want if, to make sure that nothing. What if you missed. picked? What if you just picked one country, but it's India? So that's like, are there more people in India or Latin America? My goodness, good point. That is freaky, right? That is so freaky. Yeah, Holy it's like I didn't. Moly. I wasn't saying that as a joke. Like yeah. India is so many people. I'm, mm. I would. I guarantee that there's more people in India than all of Latin America. Yeah. To go back to the very beginning oh. of this, I agreed with Travis. On how uh, we should be lessening the strict structures of immigration. So, like, mm. all my isolationist stuff to say, like, I do think we should allow more people in. But I think that a government's concern should be primary and maybe, like, most only its own citizenship instead of, like, pushing around, around like, to others. Unless it wants to go full imperialistic. And it has to, like, bear the weight of that and mm. the shame. And the scorn, and not, <clears throat> I don't think that there's a middle game that we should be playing. That's more of what I'm saying. Like the middle game of, yeah. we're gonna I think kind we are of playing that middle game. Yeah. And I don't think that's, the, I don't think of invading good places or right. but leaving their own names on the map and letting yeah. them bear the, the fallback yep. so we get the benefit and they get the, And I don't yeah. think that's right. I think. No. So that's my, that's more of why I'm like more, I wouldn't say isolation is not the right word, but more um, letting us keep out of the affairs of other mm. nations and other situations like um but i do think i wish that there was another like because i get really cynical when i went the whole third time through this like i'm like i get really cynical of like 
is the reason why the debate right now over immigration is like really what you only see is two sides, which is one saying, let people who are here illegally just be here illegally. And the other side saying, um, deport people who are here illegally. And it's like, well, it makes sense because one is like, let's get them out so they're not part of the U.S. so they can't vote mm. or be uh, or draw on governmental systems. And the other one's saying, let's let them be here and work where they also can't vote or draw on government systems. Mm. No one's saying, hey, let's let the, let's pull them in so that we bear yeah. the weight of them, but also that we bear the benefit of them. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that it seems to me like both parties are saying, mm. make sure that these these groups that are coming or going can't vote. Like they stay separate. Yeah. Either geographically or yeah. like on paper. And that's the thing is like, with with what and I know I I I feel for you know David was getting emotional but I think what the the problem is, is like how how are they being integrated in so are you just leaving people alone or are you saying you can be part of this or not and I think one of the things that I wish was an option of if it's like well if the citizenship is so like a long list and there's so much vetting and so much of this like why is there not just another category mm. where yeah you like like having an extended visa or something yeah. like that why is it so one or the other like Resident. you climb this mountain or you're not you know like we, 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 yeah, we, we, I, we yeah i think the, that's a good idea and that's something we already do we give out um nationalist uh na, um national <laughs> nationalist <laughs> socialist we give out national uh, national titles for people mm. who aren't citizens mm. but are americans so it's like we already have a category for mm. that mm. um i'm not i don't necessarily i'm not necessarily arguing with us right or wrong it's just like that seems to be like an easy way to give it like here let me get someone a certificate that they're part of this or they're supposed they're okay to be here they can work here mm. done mm. you know um so that's that's my thing of like it's so so much of the debate is like either or and it feels like it could be at least a, it won't not perfectly but it could be a little bit better situated if it was just a little bit of a loosening where we are inviting people in yeah um what's the what's the quote from um this is maybe this doesn't apply but i do love it for the fact that america is a place that you want to aspire to because like the my family that came uh, came over like didn't really not uh, my in the 18 like 1880s 1860 or yeah, around around 60 to 80 <clears> sometime <throat> around there my great grandfather when he immigrated he spoke german mm. and never learned how to read english and like spoke broken english but he came here because he wanted a better life and he wasn't trying to just be like i'm holding on to this i'm yeah i'm gonna say like there is a level which it's hard, it's difficult, and you got to push forward. It's like, and we—I don't think we necessarily have, like need to remove that. Just be like open and accepting to people coming in. But anyway, the line that I really like uh, um, about like having America be a place where people aspire to go is yeah. I think from Kennedy, where he says that um, America may not be the most perfect system, but we never had to build a wall to keep people in. Yeah, wow. he did say that. I love that line so yeah. much. Yeah, I just just think it's awesome to be, you know, like, I'm ethnically Swiss or whatever, but, like, I just think of myself as an American, and Mm -hmm. I think it's so cool, not that I feel, like, nationalistic or whatever, but I think it's so cool that I live in a country that people from Mm -hmm. Germany and Haiti and Ghana and India and, Mm -hmm. like, Thailand, like, people from everywhere look at us. Yeah, they they look at us. say England? England at a yeah. time was like they were wanting to come well, over. Well, but yeah. like they look at it. I'm saying even today, it's like they look at us and they're like, "Man, if I if I could only get there, like you know, things would be so much better for my kids. Mm. Things would be so much better for my family." Mm. And uh, it's like you know, I I hate that 
the process is so convoluted. I wish that it was more straightforward um, and more streamlined because I'm like, dude, get in here. Like, almost like, come to Papa. Yeah. Like, we're, we're yeah. Right. just Papa. come in here, like, yeah. get those documents, start working. I know you're going to live in, like, a, a lower-class neighborhood for maybe your entire life, but, like, it will be better for you yeah. than the neighborhood that you were living in in India. And then, like, look at what your kids are going to have and their kids after them. And, and uh, it's just, like, oh, it feels so great. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, welcome to the party, you know? Yeah. this is yeah. It's a good place to be, so, mm-hmm. you know. And that's not new. Like, that's the <clears throat> old, 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 old American immigrant, immigrant yeah. dream of you do it for your family, your kids. Yeah. Or your yeah. grandchildren. Like, yeah. that was some of the reasons that, like, when my family, uh, when one side of the family came over, like, it was, you know, he was working hard, but it was so that the, uh, so that his son could have a better life. It wasn't so, like, you know, I gotta, I gotta move over there and instantly be yeah. the best. better off and yeah, and drive so a many, like, like, um, like, so many stories throughout <clears throat> our history is the doing it for the next generation. Yeah. Remember, uh, the guy who played Ricky Ricardo from I Love Lucy. Yeah. And he talked about like his dad came over uh, to New York and like mm. he got a job cleaning canary cages. Mm. Like that's what he mm. did for a living and like scraping by. And then like his son is like this actor that I know his name. Like even yeah. even though his show hasn't been on the air for like 80 years. And I think yeah. if, if I got my facts right, which apparently I have a track record on this podcast, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Um, he renounced all like, foreign allegiances. I'm fairly certain. Anyway, not like, but like you have to. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, and what I think was the inventor of the multi-camera sitcom. Really? Yeah. The like, and now you see all the like, I think at least, wow. one, or at least one of the like, the founding pioneers of it. Mm. Of you know, like the and so like yeah, the How I Met Your Mother friends thing. Like that's we oh. have him oh. to thank for that. Um, my my mother's family, the first one to come <clears throat> to the United States was her uncle. He was, I don't remember, I think he was like 12 years old. Mm. He was a stowaway in a ship. Huh. Went to Manhattan. And then he made a life and he's like told his family to start coming over here. Mm. So they did kind of that typical, because mm. that's where they moved was New York and New Jersey and that's where they lived. Mm. So sometimes I feel it was like... also very easy to come over back then. Yeah, yeah. You could stow away, you go to Ellis Island, just put your name in a book. Yeah. And then like you could eat for free and people would like yeah. go down to the shores and just pick up oysters and like they'd have a high protein diet, like a, a high calorie diet. Yeah. Um, and have enough calories to survive basically for free. Mm. And they might have to sleep outside the first week that they're here. But eventually they're working their way in, into a job system. And it was just way easier back then. And I think that's wound up being a good thing mm-hmm. you know? for then i've just still caution we're in a different yeah place. i i know and it, i know it's a lot more complicated than the the sunshine like hey everybody come on in type of view that i've maybe been talking like because i'm i'm still i still want there to be borders and mm-hmm. qualifications um yeah but we have an extreme yeah. system to say that we want less yeah it's still like we still have very yeah. strong border. Like, yeah. if you got rid of, I feel like if you even even if you got rid of a third of the stuff that we do, we would still probably have the strong, like some of the strongest border controls yeah. in the world. Yeah, like I think that's something that bears proof because we, whenever we hear that, we just think like, oh, we're not doing much, and they want us to do less. And like we are doing the max. Yeah, that any country and, can do. And like, 
when you have a system that's what 340 million people mm-hmm. it's almost like no matter what you do unfortunately and it's not ideal but like no matter what you do you're going to have a system that might work really well for some people and other people it's just mm-hmm. going to almost by roll the dice it's going to chew them up and spit them out and it's going to ruin their lives it's going to ruin their their children's lives for generation because it puts them in the wrong place and and that's just the virtue of bureaucracy yeah. in a sense but uh yeah i, I still think we got a pretty good thing going what i would say is like it's if you put your hope in these things yeah you know it's ill-founded so like i just want to reiterate like this is just me being a real like what i'm talking about is just being a realist with the world i live in but not the world that i see myself a part of yeah yeah Yeah. this whole thing with russia and ukraine is really you're trying to like see the world as it as what it needs, not what it deserves. <laughs> well, I mean, that was a cheesy Batman thing. No, I know, yeah, I know. It's I haven't seen a lot of the Batman. <laughs> I know. Batman, but uh, it's not. It's not. It's like just I see what the world is, mm-hmm. and I see that the world. You're not going to find that utopia that you think you are. No. And I just look at what is the best hope, and it is yeah. Christianity. And so I rather just be a part of that. Um, I just want to accept. I just need to understand yeah. my reality. For me personally, I need to understand my reality in order to survive or work with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah, that that's frustrating when you just you're really kind of stating the way things are, and people think you're defending it, and it's like I'm not defending it. I'm just explaining it. Yeah, and if you and, and I don't like when if you're lying about it, like not you're deceiving yourself about it. You're just gonna yeah. get yourself and other people hurt. Yeah, which yeah. is what I think is going on yeah. with Ukraine and Russia, yeah. and it's just like so aggravating. See. Like we criticize the propaganda over in Russia. Like, but look at our own musicians. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's think, so it's so much easier to identify it in others than the the beam that's in your own eye. You know, I think someone said something about that. There's something to be said about like the fact Charles that Dickens. It's important to like, for at least for me, like what I try to remind myself of, like, if I'm looking at a complex system and I have a simple solution to it, yeah, there's probably something that I'm, I'm missing. missing. Yeah. But I think the other thing that I like, I like what you said about being a realist. Like, that's kind of how I try to look at things. Like, it's not my ideal situation, but I'm trying to say what position will I will I advocate? I'm trying to posi- I look for the position that does the least damage. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to create a utopia. Do no like, harm. Yeah, like so that's mm-hmm. when like we're not going to go over there and create utopias out of third world countries. Like. But how, but so I'm going to advocate and like push for things like what can we do that would be the least amount of damage? And from what I can see from America's history, it's like uninvolvement yeah. has done the least amount of damage. What a reputation. Yeah. <laughs> you want the to less you touch it, yeah. just stay away. Don't touch anything. I was going to say, it's literally like a kid be like in a museum, like don't, just don't touch anything. You can yeah. look, but don't touch it. So I feel like that's huh. part of how I go. I will say just a little plug for, uh, hilarious movie about like historical like immigration and what it means of like moving from a bad environment to a good environment <clears throat> it's a hard story because like it's meant to be for our time to be like look how easy you have things versus like, back then and mm. look what all the stuff they go through american pickle oh it's a great you know movie. what it's i was thinking movie. you were gonna say that it's a With fun seth, movie uh, rogan. Seth rogan i've not seen that the whole i haven't premise, seen it's based on a short story the whole premise is that this like he's in russia with with like things like the oh, what is it? who is it that invades or or it depends movie. what year we're talking. Yeah, about. <laughs> yeah, it's like eighteen hundred. It was Napoleon, uh, France. Um, so it's no, he's, no, he's, no, a, no. It was he's Jewish in Russia, and there's something. Japan. So I think it's actual Russians Jews. that are 
yeah. persecuting the Jews. Yeah, and I, but it's a certain. It starts. With, I thought it starts with like a theater. Is like it that. Chechnyans? Cossacks. Cossacks. Ooh, Cossacks. That's yeah. it. Because he keeps like they're Ukrainians, right? So that invades his village, and he and his wife flee, and he like go. They go to America, and they're like, and then he. Then this isn't the spoiler. It's just the start premise of the thing. Yeah, and he's working hard in a pickle factory, and he falls into pickle <laughs> brine and gets pickled and preserved, and then. <laughs> Like, I think a hundred years later, whoever went along many years later in modern day, they revive him and he he's alive because he's been preserved in the pickle brine. Yeah. And then he's living in modern day, learning about everything. And, you know, it's it's a heartwarming story, but he's, huh. he meets his relative. And so it's him and his closest relative being like, oh, so you went on to do this and this. And he's like, no, I I just design apps. It's like, <laughs> what is an app? Like, is this is are you successful? Like, and it's it's a really cool thing about like, Generation, generational uh, expectations uh, mm-hmm. versus being grateful for the road that our ancestors made. It's a cool story. Yeah, it's but it's, really it's Seth funny. Rogen is Seth Rogen. Yeah, it's really, oh really? He, yeah, has yeah. A, he has a really good job. It's super funny. Is it on like Netflix? Or I think it is. I think it's a net Netflix. No, exclusive. I think it's HBO. Oh, it's I HBO. Think, I, think it, I think it is. Unfortunately, mm. I think that's. Good. But anyway, it's 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 worth a watch. It's not a super long one, but it's super fun. Like. There's a lot of great one-liners that they give about, like, so him from back then goes uh, to his now, um, like, great-great-grandson. He goes, you know, there's a saying about if a man, uh, if a man is not holding his one fist to you, it's because he's secretly holding crippled polio arm in the other. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's so ridiculous. Well. Um, that solves that problem. Yeah, I'm, uh. It is HBO Max. Any, anybody uh, over in Sumatra? Radio City. Radio City. Yeah. Radio uh, City? Isn't that uh, in New York? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, this is good. I thought, especially for having zero game plan. Well, we actually had a game plan that we totally abandoned and <laughs> yeah. just went with this. So, all right. Good job, guys. See you later. <laughs>